What's up, everybody? This is Sports Goofs number 114. I'm Francisco, joined by my good buddies Andrew and Charles. And we uh, got some baseball in the background on the video version of this. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Today's a, today is a great day. Very good day. Yeah. Cool beans. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it's 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 September twenty first, which means that it's, uh, I guess it's my birthday. So sure, we're doing. Oh, <laughs> Pee Wee Playhouse coming in, <laughs> and it's not just his birthday, Andrew. Are you ready for this, Francisco? All right, let's. Do you it. share a birthday with Stephen King, which is funny because I just finished Wolves of Kala, mm. um, like the other day. You share it with Lindsey Sterling, violinist, who sometimes shows up in my uh, trance mix. You share it with Liam Gallagher of Oasis. You share it with Bill Murray. Holy crap. So that, that ain't nothing to go with. You share it with Nicole Richie, that Nicole Richie of uh, famous, I guess, famous socialites um, yeah. from Parasol Days. You share okay. it with Dave Collier from Full House. Um, uncle, yeah, not the, not the Uncle Jesse, but the other uncle. You yeah, yeah. You share cool with Alphonse. Yeah, you share with Alphonse. I'm sorry. Did you say John Samuels is not cool? Because John Samuels is pretty cool. I'm just saying. Um, I liked, I like Uncle, Uncle Joey. Was Uncle Joey? Was it? Yeah. I think it was Uncle Joey. You share with Alfonso Ribeiro, Carlton. Okay, from, Carlton. All right. Um, I, I, Fresh can, Prince. I can dig it. You share it with Faith Hill. So how do I live without you? Right there. You okay. share it with Wale, rapper from you know Maryland that we like over here. Charles does at least. Ambition is a great song for Charles, alongside all the other stuff that goes on. You know, you share it with. Um, I, I have the best one for last. I just want to make sure I go through everybody else. All right, best one for last. You share it with. Uh, you know how they always say Pitbull has Mrs. Worldwide three hundred five. Well, you have the pop R and B equivalent of. Uh, you know, Jason Derulo, and he's just thinking mm, what you say. So you share that with him as well. And he's only 32, and yeah. I feel old because mm. I'm a month older than him. But you, you have done well, young man. Okay, young champion. Yep. And, and of course, my 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 birthday shares the the same date as a very famous song for sure. So which gonna... didn't correlate with me until you guys told me. And yeah. The internet came in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, I've always had a nice soundtrack to the background of my my actual birth date, so that, that that's been that's good though, right? Yeah, yeah, my birthday. I'm God. I'm 34. <laughs> You're old, 30. guys. I bought a boy. thing for my office chair so my back wouldn't hurt. I mean, I mean, my God, it is not good. I have a neck pillow that I bought. So I feel you. Oh man, it is you. Boy, God, man, I went to Austin this past weekend. Uh, but okay, side note: Austin, Texas. Eh. <laughs> All right, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I, I'm not trashing the city. I don't want to trash it, but Austin, Austin, Texas. You know, let's get a, re- a side review here. This, they're not my non-sponsor, by the way. Okay, so you guys will never surpass El Paso, Texas. Okay. All right, there's one city in Texas. I have to rank Texas cities. El Paso will be number one all day, every day. So Austin, you, you can you can be the capital if you want. You can be home to a crappy football team, you know, that plays college there. Your stadium wasn't that impressive. Come on now, it's pretty ugly looking. I gotta say, Longhorn Nation. I gotta, you gotta say, see from the inside though, Francisco. What? EKR. Ah. Eh. Eh. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's an ugly ass stadium. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Say I, I know. I know a few people who would take serious offense to that. All. Although I will say okay, that. I passed by Baylor Stadium. I was more impressed by their stadium than than uh, uh, BS Stadium, whatever you call it. I, I, I I'll, 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 I'll give you that. That is a very. I nice know it's newer. Stadium. I know it's newer, but it like because you're going down I-35 or whatever. I don't know. I forgot what it was. And you're passing by it, and you can just. I mean, you can still see the other stadium on I-35 too. But but like, uh, I, it was more impressive when I saw it. So you know. Heck, you know, the Sun Bowl was much more impressive to me, you know, because it's El Paso, right? Well, so. so <laughs> Look, okay, I just say it. Well, Austin, well, the Longhorns well, are playing we, that day. I'm like, eh. We, we're, we're discussing this. We're discussing this. We're discussing this. So something that really helps McLean Stadium, that's where Baylor plays, no, that is not. It's not sponsored by the the famous John McClain of Nakatomi Plaza hmm. name. Um, I did watch Die Hard over the weekend too. So. <laughs> was it the first time you'd it seen was, it? Uh, yeah. What? Okay. Hey, hold on. hey, what? you guys no. got you guys got to commend me what? for actually trying. Okay. No, no, hold on, hold on. All right, I'm not gonna watch. So you're Sandlot, telling me that's for sure. You did not see the seminal baseball movies, but you now have not seen a seminal. Christmas action movie? Well, no, you have now. I have not. I have now. You see, I did it, guys. I did. You see, you, you guys got to commend me for that, the very least. I, okay. I don't know. I don't know to blame Nicaragua or your family, but there are some things. If I lived closer, I'd just be dropping off my Blu-ray collection, my VHS tapes. <laughs> um, but so yeah, yeah. hold on. So hold on. We're. Pu- I'm. I'm putting a pin in my. Uh. I'm putting a pin in my stadium discussion. <laughs> Francisco, I have to ask you this. is all this. about me today. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's your birthday. Birthday boy, you're 34. You got 34 lashes from me and Andrew. Um, some okay, so um, Francisco, mm. yes or no, mm. Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I will say yes. Thank you. That is the correct answer. Much like Batman Arkham Origins is a Christmas video game. Much like how the Nightmare... Well, I've never played Arkham Origins, so... Well, yeah. Uh, But I I liked Arkham Origins. Some people didn't like it. I like, yeah. I was like, okay. You don't have to... I don't have to fight Bane seven times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, man. But I did watch it. I did watch Die Hard, okay? So... So yes. Have you seen two and three? Well, how am I going to see two and three if I haven't seen the first one? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I'm making sure that you, you could easily binge it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know. You, you, if you you can, kids I, I got, the I got all the things, you know. So I, I get it. I understand why people love it. So there you go. Still uh, holds up. Yeah. I watched it last Christmas. Still holds up. Yeah, I watched it. I was engaged the entire way. I watched three Final Destination movies as well. <laughs> Is it the first three Final Destination yeah, movies? Yeah, the first three, yeah. Uh, you did fine. Okay. Third one's kind of campy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still, I enjoyed it. All right. Uh, what else? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, where, oh, yeah. Back to this. Yeah, Texas Longhorn Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go. Hold on. Hold on. All right. We. I've. I've unpinned. We're. We're back to the stadium discussion. <laughs> so, McLean Stadium. I will admit is very pretty. What helps its prettiness is it's located right on the Brazos River. 
Okay. I mean, it, it, it's no, but seriously... even from no, even from from a structural standpoint, from an architectural standpoint, from the facades and all that stuff, I was more impressed by Baylor than uh, the Texas Longhorns. Right. Well, as you alluded to, McLean is a much newer stadium. Uh, let's see, McLean was opened in 2014. DKR. Uh, DKR is Daryl K. Royal. Uh, that's who the stadium. Well, if it was named, I mean, if it meant Diddy Kong Racing, I probably would have liked it a lot more. But but, but everyone just calls it DKR. Yeah. Um, it was opened in 1924. Okay, that that doesn't it that doesn't do anything. I mean, I went to Florida State. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, we have an ancient stadium too, but ours looks nice. <laughs> well. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We have a crappy football team, but ours looks nice. Well, hold on. Hang on a second. You know? The Notre only Dame stadium's reason... nice. That looks nice. You know, it's an old stadium, too. Well, hold on. The only reason... The bowl is nice. The only reason the Doke looks nice is because of that brick exterior. Otherwise, it's like UCF. Exactly. It's, it's, and, it's an erector set. Okay, but Texas Longhorns Stadium doesn't have any of that crap. It doesn't look nice. It just, it's an ugly-ass stadium. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. All right, Vince Young. Vince Young was a long time ago, guys. Okay? It was a long time ago, even for the Titans. Do you know who has a really nice stadium in Texas? Texas A&M. I haven't That's a night stadium. Well, okay. Kyle Field. It it underwent a basically a whole new fucking stadium was built in tw- by 2015. Um, not a whole new stadium, but literally one half of the stands was demolished to rebuild it. Um, you see, that is a nice stadium. Mm-hmm. That is a okay. really nice stadium. Okay. And you know the saying, uh, you know, uh, it's bigger in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest stadium in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. It it what is the? Its capacity say. is one hundred two thousand seven hundred thirty-three. Jesus Christ! And in in. Texas A&M, even though they're in a different conference for now, um, the Aggies, Texas A&M, and the Longhorns are huge, huge rivals going back to the 1900s, to the point that the de facto, and I I, I stress this, Texas A&M does not have a fight song, unlike basically every other school out there. Mm. They have a Bonafide de facto fight song, which actually explicitly mentions. Um, uh, Look for for as much as and here's the thing. They, here's the uh, thing. They as much discuss as I was, bark, I was expecting block, to be moved. literally means they're sawing the horns off of a longhorn. Look, I, I was expecting. Um, oh, Andrew, the grass right. is filled with tears of fans. Are you two hearing each other? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. God, uh, why am I getting so many Discord notifications? Right, um, Andrew's in his own world. 
Yeah, I think Andrew's like anyway, lagged I behind. I'm, I'm taking too long on this, but uh, <laughs> he's doing his own show. <laughs> ultimate point. We spliced it. Now we're yeah, just a mystery science. KR is not that nice on the outside. I looked at a picture. Yeah, you know, this is actually pretty enjoyable. <laughs> is this Andrew complete? Hello? Yeah, there we go. I think he's catching up. He's probably like five seconds behind us. He's got to be way ahead because he went on this whole rant. Yeah, but no, but he admitted at the end it was pretty ugly at the stadium from outside. You see? You see? I don't care. Just it's not, you know. For me, it's it's about the whole package. Yeah, okay. Oh, you got to see it from the inside. I mean, well, that. So it's a dump outside. That that doesn't do anything. I was expecting to be moved. It wasn't the total package. Sorry, Texas. Sorry, don't, University of Texas at Austin. Okay. Don't you feel that not? It doesn't really matter if you have a good or a bad stadium. Or I'm sorry, a good or an okay stadium. It only matters if you have an ugly ass stadium. Because that's the only time it stands out to me. Well, it stood out to me that there was, I was like, I was expecting like, oh, it's a big, massive, they, they, I think they can fit 100K in there as well. I'm like, oh, he said he, he said his computer died. So oh. maybe that contributed, oh, God. which is perfect. <laughs> okay. So like, I was just expecting to be moved. I was like expecting to feel something and it was like, nah, no, no feelings whatsoever. So yeah, didn't feel anything for that. I felt feelings for other places like when i go to fenway park it's like okay i felt something you see i, I feel you know? like i want to open that up and ask if there's ever been a stadium that you just go to wow but i feel like andrew's going to talk about ufc or ucf stadium for like 50 minutes yeah <laughs> I, I hope he came into that oh I boy he so that. he's gonna pop in at some point i don't know he, he's probably gonna get his his computer charged up with the cord and stuff uh what yeah. else uh, i guess i could keep talking about what i didn't i mean it's all the texas state capital yeah. all that stuff look so austin texas it felt like a city where if, can you hear me now yeah i can hear yeah. you andrew so austin texas felt like a city where you like an event has to be happening there for you to go there if there's nothing happening like if there, you know i have like south by southwest and stuff like that yeah if so, if there's not like a festival or something happening there, I don't feel like there's a reason to go there. You know, you can go to New York and just go to New York, right? You can go to Vegas, go to Vegas. You can go to Orlando and go to Orlando. You don't just go to Austin just to go to Austin. You know? Do people and, only really go to Orlando just I'm, to go to Orlando, though? No, well, I mean, yeah, or, I, 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 I consider the theme parks as Orlando. So I consider I see, that as part of the city. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I consider like I, I you can just go to Orlando just to go to Orlando, right? You, 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 or, you, I, I, Disney doesn't have a, have a specific festival for you to go. You can just go. You can just be. There. I mean, you could always just go to Cafe Minero if you're just uh, <laughs> there. Minero. You go. If if you're looking not spend all that money there you on go. an overrated yeah. Disney thing. You see, I, I had to do the positive plug. The positive plug. Yeah, and I, I was I was just like okay. The, the, Universe, I guess Austin has it's it you know it's it's bigger than Tallahassee, so I didn't have the I didn't get the vibe of Tallahassee where it's just like okay government and FSU and that's it. You know, the, Austin felt like an actual city city because they have like a bunch of corporations and stuff like that. There were a bunch of adults out clubbing, like actual. You got to go there for the concerts. My buddy lived in uh, Austin. Yeah, that's so what I mean. Something Austin. has to yeah. be happening for you to be there. 
So, and I'm not a Longhorns fan, so there were a bunch. There, I guess that weekend it was just situated around them. So there, yeah, it was just kind of eh. No, nothing bad about Austin. I didn't think the city was bad. It was clean. It was all right. It was. Uh, you got plenty of food and drink <laughs> options for sure. <laughs> if there's one thing that wasn't short of, it was that. So that that wasn't that bad. Um, uh, one second, guys. Well, to carry on from Francisco's, you know, talking about broken plumbing and Austin, I haven't been there. And I know it's different per college stadiums. As you guys know, I've never gone to any kind of college football arenas, so I kind of reserve any statements onto it. But there's some of them that are pretty, like I went to the Mercedes-Benz Dome in New Orleans, and it was kind of interesting. And I've been to the Hard Rock, and I've been to um the buccaneers stadium so that's interesting i'm back a toilet see i was able i was able toilet update it's still broken so i was able to go for the 25 seconds you were gone okay yeah is andrew i guess andrew popped out again right he's still trying to figure stuff out oh there you go okay and yeah so that was austin and uh i guess we should talk about sports right oh i guess because this episode is all about me all right guys i have a dilemma Actually, it's not really a dilemma. You, the sporting, the sport of football has a dilemma. I'm becoming way more apathetic about it than I've ever been. I, I've been prepping this all day. Like, I, I am, I, my give a shit meter is at an all time low. <laughs> then it's okay. Uh, the Florida State Seminoles losing to an FCS team. Uh, the Miami Dolphins getting absolutely. I don't even want to. I can't even describe it the way they lost to the Bills, thirty-five to nothing. You're I, not I, even gonna give yourself an exception because of Tua getting hurt. It doesn't matter. It this is just Tua doesn't this, play defense, this, right? this, the offensive line has been terrible since Ryan Tannehill was there. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't. It's the same old, same old. It's I am I am way more apathetic than I've ever been, guys. I really do not give a shit. Like, see, fantasy football, mm-mm. like, and, and I blame this on the Miami Dolphins pr- primarily for being so crappy for much of my football-loving life since I was 11 years old. Okay, they've had 23 years to turn this ship around, and they haven't. <laughs> And I, 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 I don't care. I don't want to spend money on the Dolphins. I don't want to spend money on the Seminoles. I'm not. I'm paying. I, I should not have to pay student loans for the way the Florida State Seminoles play. I, I, we, they should just get rid of them for me. It's, it's terrible. It is terrible. And I, uh, I, 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 the, the most that got me happy over this past weekend, and I'm getting the echo. I don't know who's, who's, who's speaker is up on that one, but, um. The most that got me happy was the fact that we got a Henry Handy this this weekend. That was that was like, oh, thank God, something to look forward to. We got a Henry Handy, guys. The first and one of the year. Are, are you, you thought the shake was... You notice that the title card of this episode has uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill handing off to Derrick Henry, the Henry Handy. So there you go. I miss you, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, well, no, you went off to a team that can actually do something. No, you traded him to a team that could actually do something. Exactly. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, was, he was, was going to die if he was. If he was going to, he would have died on the field if he stayed with the Dolphins. And, and you know that's what's amazing. It's not like our O line is substantially better. It's about a next level up. But he hasn't gotten hurt at all at the fresh age of thirty two. Yeah. So, so guys, excited. I I need y'all to convince me. What 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 can you guys What can you guys do to convince me to actually give a shit week week to week about both college football and professional football? Well, can I, I start? Can, yeah, because I can't do anything on college because I'm going to be. Oh, th- that's kind of why I felt like this was pretty apropos for. Like, I know Andrew can take over college, and I know Charles can do the the pro ranks. So let's go. Go for it. Well, to to begin this, to to start it off, I took a poll. I I, I spoke to a few of my friends in RCFB. Um. To see what was their opinion. What the, I can I can say so much, Francisco, but I I wanted to get the people. <laughs> I wanted to get their take on and Andrew is the people's champ. Yeah, I wanted to get the people's uh, take on what is there to look forward to for the Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> oh, oh. Baseball, basketball, <laughs> sure as hell ain't football. It, it's, it, is, it is related to football. Uh, Believe it or not, Francisco, there is quite a lot to look forward to. Buster Posey will probably make the Hall of Fame. You know, that'll, that'll be fun. <laughs> oh, no. um, well, one person said, tell him to give up. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I love that this is a thread. <laughs> uh, you are not a Utah fan. That is very true. <laughs> Let me okay. look up. The Utah Utes, they were, they were slated to have a big year. They, they were going to do things this season. But it is crashing down mm. miserably. Let's see. Act 12. Utah. So currently, the Utes are, if my computer will, uh, will cooperate. Uh, so, so in this in this instance, this Utah Utes fan is trying to show that at least I'm not a Utes fan or alumni or alumnus. Well, actually, it was a BYU it was a BYU fan that said <laughs> okay. that. Okay. So, Utah is currently one and two on the year. I mean, their sole win. Their sole win was to the Weaver State Wildcats. That's what BU just put up right which now. Is, which is a, a an FCS. I'll have the tw- hey hey. At least they were able to beat the FCS. Twitch, uh, the twi- uh, Twitch chat up. Um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so but a nine-year winning streak against a nine-year winning streak against BYU ended. That they lost in overtime. Excuse oh me to San Diego State. Uh, so we'll see how they should be bowl eligible, but uh, 
still not a good start to the year for for Utah. Um, okay, so at least I'm not a Utah. There's man. always That's one one example. Okay, there, there's always the off chance they upset Florida and ruin their season. Yeah, that that, that you that can all there. you can always hang your hat on that. Yeah, if they can be either the Canes or the Gators, maybe just for that. At least for that week, the Gators most because there would be an entire like off season of trash talk that we can do. Um, Canes fans, any 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 true fan of a college team will tell you if your team goes, if your team has a one in eleven year. Okay, so I, I will, I will. Okay, I'll, I'll, I like that reason, but that only gets me to the final week of this season. What can you do to bridge that gap? <laughs> Unless by some miracle the Seminoles just go undefeated from here on out, which is not going to happen. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> so what else have people said? Um, <laughs> can you just beat BC for I think me? that was it, but... <laughs> Yeah. Um, but hmm. he, here, here are some things that you that I can tell you personally, Francisco, that I think you can be happy with. One, no matter what happens, you're still in the ACC. Yep. Hmm. That's true. I can totally 100 Fran- agree. Francisco, my beloved what did Clemson Knight, barely lose win to. Yes, against Georgia Tech of all teams. Oh, yeah, there you go. That all was right. something else. Um, one of my friends said that at least yeah, but we Florida lost to Wake State, Forest. <laughs> at, at least, at least Florida State can score points. Well, at least not Vanderbilt, right? That's another thing. We're not Vanderbilt. True, but at least Florida State can score points. Clemson can't. Okay. Clemson, even they're two and one on the year. Their sole loss was to number two Georgia. Or currently number two, George. I think they were three at the. T- they were number five at the time. But aside from a forty-nine to three drubbing of South Carolina State, an FCS team, Clemson has scored a grand total of seventeen points this year. Trash. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they scored a. They scored a lowly field goal against yeah, Georgia. It was Trevor Lawrence and nothing else, huh? And they scored 14 points against a god-awful Georgia Tech. Um, God only... Clemson is lucky that they have a shit schedule the rest of the way. Otherwise, someone would expose them. Okay, so here's, here's here's another challenge here. All right. So, I know... Like, uh... Some people, when their teams are doing crappy, their primary they, they will go to a secondary team, even if just for that one season. They'll they'll have like they'll just pick out a team that they feel good about, and they'll just like yeah, you know, let's let's jump on this bandwagon, this underdog story, whatever. Convince me, uh, f- pick a team that I should cheer for from here on out that isn't FSU, nor is it UCF. <laughs> Oregon. Uh- well, Francisco, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can always you can always go back and rest. No, no, on no. Okay, and none. FAU. Okay, none of my alumni. None of my alumni. None of my alumni. 
And yeah, I can do FAU and FIU, but none of my alumni, and I went to like 40,000 schools here except for the UF and UM, but, uh, and UCF and USF. Uh, for sure, you're not going to convince me to cheer for USF unless it's for you to actually so, trash talk me later on. <laughs> so you, so you want to know yeah. who to root for? Pick, pick, pick a feel-good story that's like, you know, that team would match Francisco if he wasn't a Florida State football fan. Like, he, he'd well, feel real good about that. You have a couple of underdog stories this season. All right. Let's let's hear it. You've let's... got I'm gonna go in the order of the You want no, I'm gonna go in the order of Freddy's Fred rank. Hmm. Oh we oh first mention of that for this season. Yeah, where the hell's our Fred rank? <laughs> Freddy, what the fuck, man? Like I also need for my NFL, so I get piss on it. Hold on, I'll send the shit. link over. He also uh, he also provided me with the Fred rank. Hmm. Okay. Hold on. Pulling yes, it up. Because that's that's how I feel. I'm like, you know, if I'm if if I'm gonna care, if I'm gonna, because I'm not gonna care about individual players, because y- you guys know me. Yeah, like I don't even care about my own prospects for my own teams for like the the, the Panthers and the Marlins. So currently sitting in tenth place is Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Okay. All right. They are. And they're ranked higher in the human polls, the AP and the coaches. Um, Fred Rank showing them not uh, not a lot of love right now. Um, but Cincinnati is an FCS uh, is not an FCS. They're a Group of Five team uh, who, like my beloved UCF, are heading to the Big Twelve in a couple of seasons. Um, so that'll be a huge boost. But they are a great team, regardless. They're currently, like I said, in 10th place in Fred rank. Freddie has them going 14 and 0. He has them going to the Fiesta Bowl to face. Mm. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? North Carolina, UNC. Um, and will defeat UNC in the Fiesta Bowl. So that would be interesting. Okay. Um, another team you can look for Coastal Carolina. Um, Chanticleers. Chanticleers, exactly. Um, home of the 2016 College World Series champions, Chanticleers, no less. Um, he has them in 21st. They're doing well. They're they're uh, they're coming off a very very good season last year. Uh, made it high into the rankings, very well deserved. Some other teams you've got. Fresno State, they're coming out of nowhere, Fresno State. They are, they, they're shocking the world. Hmm. Uh, you know, the end of uh, the 2003 Marlins DVD, we shock the world. Yes, we I do. Um, right now, that is Fresno State. Out of the Mountain West, the Bulldogs are currently, I believe, 3-0. and No, 3-1, and my apologies. Three and one, they're still lost for 11 Oregon Ducks. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 31-24 at Oregon, that is a tough building to play in, despite the fact that it's 
in some cases half the size of stadiums, uh, some of the larger stadiums, it is widely considered to be one of the loudest stadiums. And it is certainly one of the most rowdy. So the fact that you were able to take number 11 Oregon to the brink, which need I, may I remind you, the same Oregon team that beat Ohio State in the shoe. So th- at the time they were number 11, now they are much higher. Freddie has them at... They are also a fellow the, FSU. He has them in fourth <laughs> right now. Freddie has them in fourth right now. Um, so he took, they took them to the brink. They beat the shit out of UConn, 45 to zero, hmm. 63 to 10 against Cal Polytech. And then here's the big upset of the season so far. They went into the Rose Bowl, into Pasadena and defeated UCLA 40 to 37. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. They did really well in their non-conference schedule. They're done with their non-conference for the rest of the year. Right now, they're looking poised to have a very good year in the Mountain West. And if things shake out their way, they might be headed to a uh, to a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, okay. Let's see who else we got here. Um I can always say root for Boise State. They're like uh, they're a brother from another mother. I've uh, you, you know our dear friend Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Boise State fan. Boise State has kind of adopted UCF as a secondary team, and we have responded in kind. You can always count on Boise State. Uh, I assume I that's four. That's four candidates. One more. One more candidate. Let me see. I will make a decision after that. Charles says Oregon just to get Pac-12 some love. And I'm going to go hard on them for the rest of the season. Um, I mean, I would say root against Michigan for the memes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's always funny. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like the 76ers or the Phillies or the Flyers or the Eagles. Anybody from Philadelphia. It's just just funny when they suck. Because you know they're angry about it. (laughs) Very angry about it. I can't wait to get to that. Let's see. Last Mm. but not least. Damn. The Phillies have um, the easiest schedule to finish the season, and they still have squandered it. (laughs) They had a month of crappy baseball teams that they were facing. They basically had the division handed to them. And they still can't win. Let's oh, see. That's uh, last but not least, uh, that's BYU. Um, BYU. You know, I'm, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of BYU. Um. But they are. They produce frogs, though. What? They produce frogs, though. That's true. (laughs) Um, I guess you could go with Arkansas. Arkansas is having a pretty good year so far. I mean, my brother-in-law's from there. His family grew up liking them because they're they're in Little Rock. And Freddie has them. uh, Well, how's how's Mississippi State doing? Are they terrible like always? 
Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, uh, terrible like that I mean, uh, it's, it's, you know, just to just to find out. I Ooh. probably won't choose them. <laughs> Are they even worse? I need, to, I need to come back back to Mississippi State later. Okay. Um, I asked some people what are the top stories of college football this season um and mississippi state is embroiled in one of them and huh. we are very into we're very early into this young season okay. uh but embroiled already is already a bad word to describe it <laughs> what's that embroiled is not a great word to be involved with <laughs> not charbroiled kid. that is true yeah yeah okay uh, all right we'll get back to that Bulldogs are currently My computer is so slow. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. So Mississippi State football, they are oh they they're two and one. They just lost to Memphis, who are three and yep. Okay. That is the uh that is the embroil that I will discuss later. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, let's just go with these four right here. These four. So, because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to cheer for an SEC school. I don't give a shit. No. <laughs> uh, so, because I was like looking at Memphis. I'm like, oh, Memphis. I'm like, nah, nah. I'm really doing that. Um, no, four. Okay. So, you gave me four. So, that was Fresno State. What was the other one? Boise. Uh, Boise State. Okay. Uh, Coastal. Oregon. And, and Coastal Carolina. Oh no! And Cincinnati, you give me Cincinnati. No, Charles posited Oregon. That was right. I um, I, I don't see why we should hate them. Pac-12 needs that love a little bit. I feel, and it's either them or UCLA, and I'm not going to support Chip Kelly. I think I will go with Fresno State because of of the aforementioned games that you had mentioned. They are also a fellow FSU, so I can still be cheering for FSU, just not that one. Well, I I, 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 I I hate to burst your bubble. Or do they consider but themselves they're actually FRSU not in FSU? They are not actually in FSU. Uh, as I, they are not. Their full name is Cal is uh, Cal State one the, Cal State Fresno. Oh, well, which I, I only discovered recently. I thought they were Fresno State University. Oh. But no, no, no. It's California's weird. They have all oh. of their universities. You know what, of- we're going to go with Cincinnati. I, that's too. Yeah, these schools need to freaking figure out their names. Okay? It's simple. University of or something State University. That's it. God. So, so, we're going Florida. Cincinnati. We're going Cincinnati. University of Cincinnati. Let's go. Let's go. All right, go go bear cats. Uh, they're they're a cat. They're a bear. I don't. But at least they know what their name is, where their location is. Okay. And if you'll give me a moment, maybe keep, keep talking. But I I know someone who is a bear cats fan, so I'm curious to get what his reaction is. <laughs> so, What's up with the Fulmer Cup? I thought that was, was retired. Didn't you yeah. retire that? Was it, wasn't it retired? Oh, did they? I think that was Andrew. What Andrew said that was retired or something. Oh, oh, because it was yeah. This offseason was just very depressing for everybody. So, okay, all right. So that's our okay. So I've chosen the Cincinnati Bearcats. It's my college football team to care about for the rest of the season, and maybe Florida State will beat Miami or UF by the end of the season. 
and that'll give me some, I don't know, semblance of joy for at least a weekend. Okay, so that's what'll keep me watching college football. But Charles, I know the Dolphins are just one and one. I get that, but they barely beat the New England Patriots, who aren't a good team. They are not. And they got thrubbed, lashed, destroyed, just absolutely bitch slapped by the Buffalo by the Buffalo Bills, who are the team that they had to beat in order to show that they were ready for them. Because the Bills have been, since Brady has left, has been a team to beat in the East. So Aside from the Henry Handy count, what 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 can I look forward to in the NFL season? I'm not gonna. I, I may not convince you. To, and, and I guess a side note: what, what's a secondary NFC team or an AFC team that is uh, actually no no I'm gonna not do the AFC team because yeah I I could cheer for the Titans just by for you but uh, let's go with an NFC team. I don't expect it to be the Packers, but uh, that I could cheer for on the other side. So there we go. Let's go. So I will start with this statement. I was talking to my paralegal about it at work today, so he completely gets where I'm coming from. You don't do fantasy football. If you did fantasy football, there would have been an investment in you to watch it, to see it, to do it, to want to keep to the season. It's not like basketball where uh, me – I just love the sport of basketball. I'll watch whatever. Okay, basketball you know. keeps me engaged. I mean, I know the Heat have been good, but like basketball, just the storylines and stuff. I, it's just you know, it's it's juicier. There's more gossip in the NBA. I like that, right? You so know. when we're talking about football, you have to think about what fulfills your soul hmm. and what keeps you going. And I find Disney is a fantasy for a reason. Disney is a fantasy with the movies that they create and the stories that they tell because people use happiness, the pursuit of happiness, as their inspiration to succeed during dark and difficult times. Ladies and gentlemen, this man's 34 years old. We're going to open up his eyes here. That is the furthest from the truth ever. It takes rage, spite, anger, and pure, unfiltered hatred to survive the hardest parts of our lives. That is what keeps me going to be invested in a sport when my team is sucking ass. I am a Tennessee Titans fan. About five, six years ago, we were in the 2-14, and 2-14, Ken Wisenhut, Mike um, Malarkey situations building into it, kids. We know what real pain is. And then standing with the mediocrity of Mike Munchak, choosing Jake Locker over um, Matt Hasselbeck, who should have been the starter in that second year. I know what mediocrity is. I know how it is to play spoiler. And you don't want to be the team that just plays spoiler because you're just basically being the Cleveland Browns and you don't want to beat that. So what keeps me going, like if we had a bad season this year, which I don't think we're going to, the AFC South is still wide open despite everybody prematurely predicting our downfall because we lose one freaking game in a 17-game season. Shut up. You have to have hatred. You have to have hatred. You have to be the hater, Francisco, and Mm. you will be invested if you find a player or a team to want to see fail. And I'll give you two examples of what keeps me going. Right now, let's say Derek Handy breaks his hand, breaks his knee, loses his knee in a tragic train accident, saving, you know, children, blind children, (laughs) you know, because he's a true hero. And let's say Ryan Tamhill's knee just finally collapsed. Say, Charles, 
What's going to motivate you to continue on? I'm going to give you two examples. One, my hatred of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I would watch this entire season just to prove that I'm right. I will go and be invested in the season to watch, and it could be up to the Super Bowl. But if he doesn't win that Super Bowl, what's my ass going to say to you guys? I was right. He's nothing. Because mm. what happens is what I've been saying for three years, I just don't see it anymore. Everybody was like, lap it up, lap it up, lap it up. Just get the juices of Aaron Rodgers' uh, crumbs from his beard. And the dribble of wine from his mouth. But y'all want to drink up, drink his bath water. I don't want to drink his bath water. People were doing that last night. First week, he's like, relax against the Saints team because he threw two picks and he was in, wasn't into it. But we, we take into account the safest defense I've ever seen played in my life last time Monday Night Football with the Lions. And he, he just scores like four touchdowns. No, no one's covering Aaron Jones the flat route. So you have that. Is, that is what would motivate me. If Derek Henry had to take a season off saving blind children from a crashing train, because that's him, that's who he is, he's a real hero, I don't care, Rodgers, it would be that investment of hatred to a player. Mm. Where I, I don't hate him as a person, I have to see him fail, though. It's the biggest hater. It's okay. respect. Real All recognize right. is real. All right, so give me a player, aside from Aaron Rodgers, because you know I'm not going to, I like Aaron, I like, I like Aaron Rodgers now. Give me a player I can hate. A player that I can just be like, oh, that guy's an can, asshole. Can, can, I give, can I give you two? <laughs> Ooh. One who is really not playing now, and one who is playing. Because yes. there's a part two to the hatred, because the first one's a particular player. The second one's a particular team. Mm. And I would give you a team to hate to want to see fail. So, person not playing, I'm sick of Deshaun Watson. I'm already over it. I'm <laughs> literally over it. I'm already over it. And I want to be invested in the Houston Texans, even when they play <laughs> us, to see Tyrod Taylor, who won them a game already. Yeah. That's more games won this season than what Deshaun Watson got them this but man, I'm really, I could not stand to be a Houston Texans player because I would just want to punch Deshaun in the face. Seriously. Allegations are not the whole stance that you're on this roster. You're not even going to play. You're not even playing with a full 52. And now your starting quarterback is just out. And, hmm. um, you know, and, and we still have to pay for you to be here. And we have to start a rookie, David uh, Mills. For the guys who have been there with him, Brandon Cooks, who's just been a spotlight for that team and has to deal with that. What, what comes under a professional? So you have to do player that you hate straight up you know inactive uh Deshaun watson and then you have to bring it to a player that you don't like and when we say it's a player you don't like you can have whatever reason you don't like that person Wh whatever thing they might be a terrible human being who gets too many chances they could be an old retired person who you just want to see go into the ground because he just won't let up on the reins or you just you just don't like his face i can give you a couple of examples of those people one first and foremost I just want to see the end of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> oh, that's a I'm good one. That's I'm done with it. Yeah. I, I'm done with it. You know, you know and, and Andrew and I are urinating tree friends, you know, and he, he's a Steelers fan and he's been wanting Ben Roethlisberger gone for a long time. So that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. I like that one. I'm not seeing any elevation talent. I'm not seeing any making oh, no. stars he's out a, of these he, No, he's selfish. He is selfish beyond all belief. He doesn't help his teammates. He, he is. He, he, he takes a $15, $10 million pay cut just to be like, oh, hey, I helped TJ Watt get you know money. But now it's just kind of like, but you were kind of ass last year in the playoffs. And now you're kind of still ass. Now you lost badly to Oakland. You couldn't get it going. Um, you know, you, you can find that player that you don't like from there. You can also hate on an overhyped pick, a.k.a. Zach Wilson of BYU, who, I, I don't know, man. Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are really just playing a fool's game because this is of new proportions. Yes, I know he had 258 yards passing last week. 
who cares? It was still a loss, and it was still two picks that looked like maybe one touchdown. And then this week, four picks, like three of them within his first three passes. Couldn't get that team going. And he has actual weapons. So it's just like, what are we doing here? And I'm not hating on Zach Wilson. We're not on that level. But what, who are they comparing it to? Aaron Rodgers. And this guy went to BYU, which isn't like the big teams or the big schools. And last year was a big anomaly. So the major statistics you've seen there, so you can hate on that hatred of a player. Mm-hmm. Will, will keep you invested into it. And then there's hatred of a team. And I will give you an alternate of either a player or a team to support. Let me give you the new team that I'm going to be fighting every single week. Every single week from now until the end of the season. And I never thought it was going to happen, but I'm going to do it right this minute, right now. Screw the Seattle Seahawks. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Because I am so sick of them. They almost took a win from us. That was a touchdown from Julio Jones. I, I don't know where you saw the foot come out. Are you colorblind? Could you not see? You know, do, do you not know what big feet look like? So that's one. Two, that was a safety. I sent you and Andrew the the mm. the um the tweet or the video. Where, where was he at the one? He was at the one five seconds beforehand when he threw it out. We could have had the one there. But what happened is you didn't want your darling. So it's every year it's Seattle, is it not? Every year it seems to be Seattle coming out of, the NFC. Out of, out of the NFC West, they, yeah, they, they really, especially pushing uh, them or the LA Rams. Always, always, always mentioned. Always mentioned. And I can't deal with it. Let me tell you what, I'm saying the refs giving them love. That's one thing. I'm sick of you guys talk about the 12th man in Seattle. Like, there's not 31 other teams in the NFL that have a very, very supportive fan base. Maybe not Oakland because it just opened up, and maybe not any of the L.A. teams because they're just new everything. But do not lie to my face and make it seem like the 12th man is more special than anything in NFL teams. Your entire organization, this is going to get me in trouble, is known for two things. You're not even known for your Super Bowl. You're, you're known for Russell Wilson. For screwing up that really I'm Yeah, for screwing up that Super So you're known. Yeah, it's probably Andrew, I think. Maybe, or maybe it's me. You're known for not winning the Super Bowl, right? When you won the year prior. That's and true. And you gave Tom Brady the start I don't remember. That is that is very true. I remember them losing the Super Bowl more than I do winning the Super Bowl. So that's one. And two, the other thing that you're known about is that your star quarterback is married to Sierra, the two-hit wonder. Goodies? And then whatever the hell else she's got there. That's right. Future's X is what you're known for. I am going to hate on Seattle. Damn. Charles is so hateful that he's gone off into, uh, I don't know what part of space or time he's in right now. Well then, Charles is gone. (laughs) Andrew, can you hear me? Can anybody hear me? Everybody's gone. I'm alone. Well then, um, the this it's still running. The stream is still running. Everybody's gone. I'm gonna check this right now. But the, Charles has put up some some good points here with regards to uh, this guys. Yeah, they're gone. So it is just me. Oh god. Oh no, they've they've gone completely. So, yeah, it, it's it's them. So we shall try and reconnect that at this moment. Well, uh, 
This is this is actually very fitting for today. You know, technical difficulties. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, you guys I'm just back. did yeah, you hear my rage? You guys went. Off, no, you were so rageful and full of hatred of the Seahawks. You went off into I don't know what part of time or space. You oh, were just because gone. I brought up. I brought up. You'll never be as memorable as mm. the super the Supersonics. You know Ooh. everything there. So find a team to hate because that the Titans will lose. But I'm gonna remember Seattle all week long. So teams that you can hate, obviously. Seattle, right there for you, right there for the Very ticket. hatable. You can hate Green you Bay. You see, yeah, you, I'm not gonna hate Green Bay, and you, hating the Cowboys is so like, like, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, yeah, Cowboys. Ooh, how about the Baltimore Ravens? We can ah. Can we that was me being Baltimore petty because I've lost because I've lost to them last year. But you can hate them. I'm not gonna hate them for the reason why people want to hate them. People want to hate them because they can't say RB1 can't throw. I like me Lamar Jackson. I like John Harbaugh. Yeah, okay, um, all right. My, let's, my let's suggestion... See. I'm going to go down this can, list here. You can always hate the Bills. You can always hate the Patriots. You can always hate the Jets. You have a strong divisional rival. If you have to hate yeah, the No, but that's that's of, too easy. It's too easy. I already hate those teams. I already hate those teams from a you know divisional perspective, right? Okay. So that, that, that's too do easy. You want, do you want an NFC team I, or an AFC team? I, it can be any team. Pittsburgh was a – or actually, no, that was more Ben Roethlisberger well, hate. Because um, I, I don't I mind Mike a, Tomlin. I don't mind the Steelers, to be honest. I, well, can I give you an AFC team to hate and no one's going to like me for saying it, but I'm going to say it anyway? The Chiefs? Hate no, 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 because I'm not behind that thing. Uh, hate yeah. on the Bengals. Hate on the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals are hateable for, for for hurting Joe Burrow, of all teams. And, and Joe Burrow's. Hate on them for building the team that is not the way it should be built. Yeah. Coming into it and, and the highlight of how they're going to do Because I, I think Jamar Chase will be fine, but that O-line is bad. The yeah. money that they're throwing all these people that, that is, is bad. That is, uh... Yeah, it, that's, it's, that's it's more hate hating... because they've gotten... Two starting quarterbacks because I'm going to consider Andy, Andy Alton was a franchise quarterback. Y'all may hate to hear it, but he was there for nine years. Yeah, and you can't even get two years out of a franchise quarterback, and now you got Joe Burrow, and they're still washed up. So that should be your AFC team to hate, hate right? I, I would That's hate them bad. from like I think a lot of te- te- people would hate them just out of concern for Joe Burrow more than anything yeah. else. You know, and, and then, that's a good one. And then my other contention of whom to hate from the NFC. So let me just go through my, my brain real quickly. Because you can't say the Bucks. that's too easy if you hate on those. And I'll give you one team support on the NFC if you have to do it just because of the stories coming into it. I made, I made this in good time. The Arizona so Cardinals? By God, you know. <laughs> yes. Hate them because Cliff Kingsbury does not know what he's doing. Hate them because Kyler Murray is just a fantasy stat stuffer. And this is how the last two years has started where everybody wants to rub on them guts because of the fact they get an additional two wins per year. Hate on them because Larry Fitzgerald doesn't even want to come back to it. And he's not even formally retiring himself. And hate on them. Just because of they the barely beat they the Vikings, and the Vikings are not a good exactly. team. Exactly. <laughs> so you're telling me that that's supposed to be the team to beat in the NFC West because the team to beat in the NFC West is really San Francisco. Everybody kind of came back healthy, and then I'm like, I don't want that smoke. And then the team to support, and it's going to be weird, but the team to support, I, I think NFC loyalty could be the Carolina Panthers. Think about it. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. They put Sam Darnold in. Sam Darnold's looking good. Matt mm-hmm. Rule's making the proper Yeah, the Sam Darnold from... story is very intriguing because it's like, you know, he's the Jets 
screwed him up, obviously. Oh, yeah. And now he's going to a team. It, it, it's almost akin to Ryan Tannehill. Not in the same level, but kind of akin to it. Where his first yeah, yeah. team actually screwed him up. Ex- except he had the fortune of leaving earlier than than uh, Ryan Tannehill was with the Dolphins. That's and, a and good one. Easy, but maybe it's an easy schedule. But don't you don't you like... It's two ideas merge where you have they're a cast there, off. They're really a bit of a, they're an a underdog with, with, with the Bucks in their division. And you have a proper transition of college coach to pro? Same yeah, way they can beat up ball? on the Falcons. Yeah. You know, always beating up on Atlanta teams is always fun. We've been uh, to Carolinas. You know, it's a it's an okay state. You know, south I, and north. I think I will if I'm going to cheer for yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, you know, I'm hitching my wagon to Carolina. That that's a good one. I I will hitch. Yeah, there we go. It has all the makings of of underdog, of comeback stories. You know, feel good. Yeah, I like the great logos, <laughs> great great color scheme. Yeah, let, let's do it. I'm with I'm with Carolina Panthers now. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. For the, this is this season right here. All right. So so we got that. We got some people to hate. I like that too. Yeah. Okay. So so that's that's yeah. We're we're about to hit the uh, the halfway mark. So I do. Is Andrew still here? Yeah. Yeah. We popped out and then he uh, didn't really reconfirm that he popped in again. So I see uh, Andrew joined the chat, but yeah. that doesn't tell me anything. Unless his mic is muted, which I didn't do that. But uh, <laughs> this is great. This is a great episode. All right. Well, I'm gonna get off a small segment. I've been saving for for a bit. I, okay, Andrew, I can hear you very faintly, but not very much. I couldn't even hear him all. Yeah, I might as well be typing a Morse code. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah, I can. I can. Like, it's so faint. I I can't really hear him. It's very, very faint. So he's back there. But all right. So let me do this while he tries to figure out his his microphone situation. So I haven't done one of these in a bit, but it's a better known minor league team. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yes, he's back. All right, better known minor league team. So there are billions of minor league teams out there. They're like. They're like stars in the universe. They, they they come, they go, they die off, they turn supernova, white dwarfs, all that stuff. Anyways, uh, this time uh, I'm going to highlight the Rochester Americans. Respect. Okay. Rochester Americans. I guess might as well pay tribute to Buffalo because they are the... <laughs> because of the way the the... Bills destroyed the Dolphins, but of course they are the AHL American Hockey League affiliate of the Buffalo Sabres, which means they are also a joke of a franchise because of the Sabres. Yeah, so Rochester Americans, founded in 1956. They were also uh, the affiliate of ECHL team is the Cincinnati Cyclones, so there's a Cincinnati connection right there. They were the past NHL affiliates of the Montreal Canadiens. Actually, they were sharing with the the Habs and the Maple Leafs at one point, then just the Leafs. The Vancouver Canucks, the Boston Bruins, the Florida Panthers, and uh, the primary one that they've been associated with, the Buffalo Sabres, because Rochester isn't that far from Buffalo. They have six 
championships. Their last one was back in their last Calder Trophy championship was back. Oh, Calder Cup, sorry, was back in 2005. I, I, I can't mix those up. There's there's a difference. There's a difference between the two. Uh, they are, uh, I guess, the most notable past coaches. We have uh, Mike Keenan. That's right. That, that's a name from a long, long time ago. But yes, Mike Keenan, who won a Stanley Cup with the New York Rangers back in 94, then completely lost his touch and aimed to destroy the Florida Panthers, which he did. He did. He really screwed up the franchise. So uh, he can go off himself. And John Tortorella also was a head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. Of course, he won the Stanley Cup with the Lightning, and we all love Torts. I think we all love Torts. He's a, he's a fun dude. And uh, the only notable alumni player, I mean, I'm sure there's tons that you can pick from the Sabres franchise, but uh, the one I, I had to pick out because I, I I did trash on him a long time ago, and he's he was uh, effectively canceled, is Don Cherry. So there you go. <laughs> so that's that's a fun bit. I think from there he he transitioned to be I think a coach with the Sabers, and of course he became a coach with the Boston Bruins, and then uh, you know segment and TV and all that stuff, and boom, uh, coach's corner, and then said a bunch of shitty things, and uh, now he's gone. Anyways, uh, the Sabers play out. Or not the Sabres, gosh darn it. The Rochester Americans play out at Blue Cross Arena at the War Memorial in Rochester, New York. That thing was built in 1955. So they've been playing out of that thing since ever. Capacity of 10,662. Notable concerts played there. Rolling Stones had a infamously a seven-minute concert. So there was a seven-minute concert with the Rolling Stones. I think something went down, and they just left. Uh, the Who have played there. Led Zeppelin's played there. Grateful Dead have played there. Uh, sports, the 1956 NBA All-Star Game, because they were also the home of the Rochester Royals, who are now the Sacramento Kings. They've hosted a lot of NCAA basketball tournament games. Some WWE, because, you know, we, we got to get that in there. Right, Charles? So, wrestling. Yeah. In 1990, at a television taping, Mr. Perfect won the Intercontinental title from the Texas Tornado. Oh, the Von Erich. Kelly Von Erich. There you go. And then 1994, Diesel, Kevin Nash, beat Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title there. So there you go. So it seems like it's a very IC title kind of based area. All right. And uh, they've hosted uh, UFC, lacrosse, indoor football, and two actual NHL regular season games for the Buffalo Sabres were were hosted there. So there you go. So that's that's it. That's that's all I got. The Rochester Americans. All right. God help their soul. God help all the players that are called up to play for the Sabres <laughs> this coming season. <laughs> Cuz it is not good. Dear God, the, the Pagulas of for some some somehow have not screwed up the Bills. But they sure as hell have screwed up the Sabres. I don't know what to tell you. You can watch Urinating Trees video about that. It's uh, it's not good. It is not. It's kind of like the kind of like the New York, uh, the Madison Square Garden situation, where the Knicks are terrible and the Rangers are ran like a competent team. Which that, that's 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 just weird. But that's that's it. So let's let's move on. Next segment. It's a word from our non-sponsors. 
Yeah, people, places, things, contests, what have you, that we've been enjoying over the past week. All right, guys, who wants to go first? I'll let one of you go. I went first, I think, last week. Yeah, last week I went first. All right, Charles. Well, what can top Cafe Minero? Well, nothing's going to top that. That's <laughs> going to be um, non-sponsored of the year, and you guys already know that. But I, I'm going to give a, you know, guys, there's there's a lot of ways that I like to spend my time. But lately, I've been kind of bogged down because I have a sexy new console that needs to get its love. But one of the first full PS5 games I had started um it, it taught me a lot of a lot of things it taught me to be greater it taught me to be more it also taught me to be myself because with great power comes great responsibility and your boy popped in and beat spider-man miles morales last week you know it's a very short game like nine hours long but with a little bit of collectibles you go for 11 hours and i absolutely freaking loved it get your same web spinning love that came from insomniac's marvel spider-man made a side story and continuation of miles morales the other spider-man and it was just so damn enjoyable combat fluid web slinging nice action tight story fantastic tugging on them heartstrings almost the same way that the first spider-man game did miles gets his love he's been getting some love a lot gentlemen you know if you watch the spider-man into the spider-verse movie that came on the animated one that was really good it won an oscar yay for it i i, I can recommend that game you know completely miles morales and recommend that movie watch that movie too it's fantastic but i loved it it was the first uh, fully upgraded ps5 game because i got it for the ps4 for christmas and it comes with a free ps5 upgrade so yay me and i just popped that something in there and i played it and i was loving it and it was fast and flew and that ps5 has got its own fast processor and internal ssd drive and it's almost as good as mcdonald's uh, bts meal with their two signature sauces a sweet chili and cajun flavor like that we did a shadow in the middle between um Miles is an endearing character. Peter Parker has a little bit of a cameo in the in-between. It's basically taking off the events that happened in the first Spider-Man game, but Miles' story, going against Roxxon, just just a lot of, a lot of good stuff. It's just good-ish, boys, and I can't recommend enough. You can get it on the cheap. You can play it on the PS4, free PS5 upgrade. So if you just get lucky like me to let a PS5, you can just put it in there. Definitely recommend it. You, you know, Christmas is coming up. We're three months away. I can give the christmas shout out at this time get yourself the bundle get the marvel spider-man miles morales but i enjoy miles morales i might even replay it a couple years down the line because they announced spider-man 2 who knows when that's coming out but when it does come out maybe maybe i do the full replay of both of them just to get my little bit of my uh my taste buds going mm-hmm. just wet my appetite a little bit i love it so much it was so good now i have moved on to a different game which is not even a ps5 game right now we're playing pokemon shield because you know we got all seven badges but we're just gonna kind of grind a little bit before we get to the champions but that's a different story but yeah spider-man miles morales uh just just go play it just go play it web sling around don't you want to be a hero you know don't you want to play chad kroger with josie wells in the background for the 2002 spider-man movie you know hero will save us it's like and this mm. it's gonna be in your head mm. now um promo code what do i want to do for promo code here ah just you know promo code be greater as the background came up be yourself <laughs> motivational stuff all right yeah okay andrew are you ready you go miko okay all right, so yeah, uh, birthday weekends or we—I don't. Know, people have birthday weeks. I, I don't. I don't subscribe to that. I went to work today. I saw people take a whole week off, and I was like, "No, I went to work today." 
I went to do things. Uh, I took so. off on my birthday, so yeah. you and yeah. I are two different people. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I just, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, I'm, I'm old. All right, things are just what's happening. But yeah, past weekend, enjoyed some stuff. But God, man, like I said, Austin, I'm sorry. You know, usually that would be like the non-sponsor. It would be easy, but it's not. So I got to look someplace else. So when I, I guess when I look towards other things. You, know, you gotta look to food. You gotta look to video games. You can you can look to movies. All right, Die Hard was fun, guys. All right, but it's not my non-sponsor. Sorry, sorry. All right. Uh, hey, I at least watched it. I at least watched it. But uh, I guess I would have to give a a non-sponsor to <laughs> really to myself. <laughs> You know that uh, Obama meme where he's like giving the uh, yeah. like the medal of Joe yeah. Biden to yeah. himself. Yeah, exactly. That's all I just imagine. Right all right, so this is why. So you're doing your wait to pause. My non-sponsor is myself. My damn self. Exactly. All right. Do you like do the Wild Bill from? From Silence of the Lambs, just tuck it in and look at the mirror like, would you F me? I F me. <laughs> exactly. All right. And you know, this, this is why. All right. So my computer, my laptop computer, my beloved laptop computer that we used to run the show on. And I remember, remember, guys, years ago, I said this thing's on its last legs. Yeah. I am reviving this damn thing to life again. I haven't been able to upgrade that, update that computer for almost four years now. It couldn't update. It couldn't do anything. It, it just, it was just like n- none of the new features of Windows, none of the things that fixed Windows, none of the bugs that were fixed. Like, just a lot of things that just needed to be like, and I, I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to fix it. And I, I didn't want to pay somebody to do it. I was trying to figure it out for myself because I usually do. And I tried everything. I tried like resetting the PC to factory. The thing wouldn't reset to factory setting, guys. It wouldn't do that. Usually every computer has an option for that. To you know, I just reset the whole thing to factory settings. It'll clear a hard drive, all that stuff. I was ready for that. Well, I didn't mind, right? We'll back up everything. I got backups of stuff. I got cloud stuff, whatever. None of that either. And, and so my computer, it's, uh, I'll, I'll show you what it looks like. It's a Dell Inspiron 1575-79 or whatever. I think that's the model, right? It's a two-in-one. It turns into a tablet. It's a, But I use it primarily as a laptop because it's kind of unwieldy as a tablet. It's just too big, too big for me. Um, and the hinge, just, the hinge broke on side of it, so... When I, it, 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 I have to figure out a way to fix that, and I will. But the main thing for me was just getting the operating system back and running and, and not crashing and not slowing down and all that stuff. So, but I knew I had to figure out a way to, to reset the damn thing. So up and down, I finally was, I'm, I'm like, let me just, I, I'll get a clean install of Windows back in. All right, let's just do that. That was the last thing I hadn't been able to try. Because I was really determined to try and... Because my, 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 my vow was if I couldn't fix it, then I would try and get a new piece, a laptop PC, right? And I'll just find a whatever. But I'm like, I know because it's an SSD drive. It usually... And they, when it was brand new, it was like fantastic. It was flawless. And it's worked for 
work purposes, but I can't really do it for much else. Even editing for our show isn't that great on it. And, you know, things slow down. So I cleared out a ton of memories. I, I backed up a bunch of stuff. I, I just got it set for this. And finally, the moment came. I did a complete clean reinstall of Windows and like magic the thing was running almost as well as it did when I first got it silky smooth started up quick again right it's an SSD guys it's supposed to be quick it's supposed to be fast Charles is enjoying that stuff on his PS5 right now you know Super enjoyable. Hey, oh yeah, SSDs are fantastic, right? This 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 laptop, this this game PC that we run the show on is an SSD, right? It's it's beautiful, it's 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 fun, it's wonderful, it's fantastic, and and my like, and and the 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 plus was I had thought that I had erased all of because it essentially factory reset the whole damn thing. I had to reinstall a bunch of stuff, but but uh, I couldn't find the install that i used for it back in the day when i first got it and i'm like ah oh, crap i'm gonna actually i was looking up the adobe creative cloud which is you know what adobe you guys are really reaming people up the butt with the prices that you charge for your creative suite uh, it's now a monthly subscription it is damn fucking evil where before you would just have to buy one copy of the damn thing and you were set for Pretty much ever, <laughs> like years and years and years. Oh no, they knew, they knew that if they took away that model where you just buy the Creative Suite once and you keep it forever, uh, that they wouldn't make as much money as it, it's. It's almost as evil as some microtransactions. It is bad. So Adobe, whew, fuck you guys. Oh, I found my way around it. <laughs> Arg, <laughs> R R R for sure. Yeah, I- I'm feeling. I felt really good about myself. My PC laptop. Uh, non sponsors me, guys. Promo go suck my dick, Adobe. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, it's been a while. Since I've done a food, I was really mad at I was really mad at Adobe guys. I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize, guys. It is ridiculous. No, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show people. All right. This is this is near a crime. This is near a crime. Adobe Creative Cloud. Yeah, it's all Creative Cloud stuff. You don't even own the damn thing anymore. You don't even own it anymore. And yeah, you can buy the things individually. But look at this. Eighty dollars per month. $80 per month, you get the whole damn suite, all right? That's why I use GIMP, Francisco. But it's not as good. <laughs> I know, but it's free. But it's not as good. <laughs> but it's hey, look, even for just Photoshop, $34 a month. It's ridiculous. This is this is high robbery. It, it really is. It's, it's not good. I, I swear, somebody, I bet you... I know GIMP is, is open source and free, and you can you can work with that. But somebody out there can undercut them. I know they can. You, we should make Sports Goose Creative Cloud. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> out of my sheer absolute, just the audacity of this man. Ah. Anyway, sorry, Andrew. I interrupted you, but man, this is it's just bad. It's not good. Sheesh. If you're starting out, yeah, they have a student discount, but pff. anyways. 
Sorry, yeah, that was my that was my rant. <laughs> Andrew, you had food that you were gonna talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's go. Can I can I go now? Yes, you may go. <laughs> let's let's something happy. Okay, so it's been a while since I've discussed food as a non-sponsor, but I am discussing food as a non-sponsor. Gentlemen, Charles, I know that you are a proponent of Jersey Mike's. Correct. Ooh. Is, is I, have, gonna, ooh. I, have, I have used them as, an, as, my, as a non-sponsor previously. And Jersey Mike's is good. I will not doubt that. Indeed. But today my non-sponsor is their direct competitor, Jimmy John. Did, did Charles do Jimmy John's before? I feel like he did. Yeah. Listen, I everybody mean, loves not, everybody. Not like, you okay. know, not like we have a problem with that, right? You know? I love all sub places equivalently except for Subway. So this is all fair. Yeah. Continue, we need to do a sub tier list. <laughs> sure so I was, I had a, a, a hankering yesterday for subs. And I was like, I had a pub sub recently. I'm not feeling pub subs today. I'm not going with Subway. You put a ketchup on there? You put ketchup on there? Fuck you. <laughs> Come on, huh? Just try it, Andrew. You'll like it. All right. Tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. Tell you what. Tell you what. Tell you what. Guys. It's not terrible. I, I've done it on a basic sandwich. Like if I made a homemade sandwich. I don't know if I... Oh, I question. Quite, okay. Question. Oh, sorry, Andrew. Finish that. That's sorry. Uh, I, I will say that a friend of mine from middle school used to put ma- uh, mustard on his uh, pizza. Oh, oh! No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop it. I'm, I'm offended by that one. I put stuff on everything. Um, but anywho, um, hold on. Oh, what I was gonna ask is because I saw this on Twitter. Uh, There was a poll. Does tomato ruin a sandwich? No. What? I don't know why. I don't. There were people that let's, said yes. Let's, let's let's get to Andrew's on sponsor, and then we're gonna go into some weird shit. Okay, so I was like, all right, like New Jersey Mike's, or I could be freaky fast and get me some Jimmy John's. So I went with Jimmy John's. It was good. I had not had Jimmy John's in a long time. Uh, it was very good. Um, you know, it's it's eight inches. The the regular is an eight inch. Uh, you know, a little bit. It's it kind of threads the threads the middle between your standard six inch and your standard twelve inch. But I hope people I take this out of context. <laughs> but what I find interesting is that their regular or their giant, as they call it, is sixteen inches. I didn't have. I didn't get the sixteen because I thought that was going to be too much food for me. Um, but I will say this though: even though you get very few customization options at Jimmy John's or at uh, Jersey Mike's, somehow it kind of all evens out at the end of the day. I feel like their ingredients are better. Uh, their mayo is really good. Um, 
Their meats are very good. What did you get specifically? Because I have the menu right here. I got the 14. Okay. Is that the Club Lulu? Is that the yeah, the roast beef? I forget the name. I just know the number. Okay. Got we, we, we got Little John. We got Little John. What, okay, what was in it? What was in it? What was in it? Hold on. I'm pulling it up. A little down to the tiny ones. The JJ Gargantuan yeah. scoop, it is fattening. I'll tell you that now. I got the Bootlegger Club. Oh, I like the Bootlegger. That's with the roast beef, right? It's the roast beef, turkey, lettuce, tomato, and mayo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. I mean, it's all damn good. It is damn oh. good. And the bread. Oh. The bread's really good. The bread. Get those deals, people. It is probably one of the best deals in fooding. Get those deals. Heck, you can you can, and you know you could do a lot with terrible that bread. Terrible things have happened Get during. Let me say, let me say this. A lot of bad things have happened during the past year and a half, almost two years. A lot of bad things, but. I discovered a new one, and I'm, I'm being very, very, very uh, – before I say this, I'm being extremely, extremely joking, sarcastic in a way. Um, but one of the things I love about Jimmy John's is the smell of that bread. Mm. That's so good. Oh, yeah. And if you're wearing a mask like I do still in public, you don't get those – just absolutely intoxicating smell. It's not as strong. It's it's very unfortunate. You know, honestly, I I could live in in a bakery like that. Just I I would love to just smell that all day. That and chocolate the smell of chocolate being made. Those are two just. Ugh, so good smells. Um, but anyway, now here's a funny story though. That I, and this actually kind of goes up your alley, uh, alley guys, because I, you guys strike me as the kind of guys that uh, would take on a challenge, a food challenge. Maybe, <laughs> especially Charles. So, right. So today I went into i i got one, i got it yesterday, and then turns out that I got a, a free sub today because I my, made my first order on the app yesterday. So I'm like, you know, great. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit up Jimmy John's again and get me another sandwich because it was that good. So I'm talking to the people in there. One of them's making one of those giant subs. I'm like. I'm kind of looking at it with curiosity. I'm like, because I had never seen a 16 inch sub of challenge accepted. So I'm looking at it I'm like, wow, well, that's pretty big. Okay. Um, and then I'm, I was just chatting with the, uh, the people in there, the employees, the workers, I guess they said a while back, someone had ordered a giant sandwich. It, ordered the J.J. Gargantuan, which is yes. apparently a registered trademark, um, but giant size. 
Let me explain what the JJ Gargantuan is. Salami, capicola, turkey, roast beef, ham, provolone, onion, lettuce, tomato, mayo, oil and vinegar, and oregano basil. Hmm. I mean, you see the photo right there. The bread is barely supporting that. <laughs> he, got, he got the 16-inch version of that. Hmm. They said that they haven't seen him in the store since. And <laughs> no, 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 not just that. Not just that. He he ate it all in one sitting in he, the store. He died. <laughs> and, and they said they haven't seen him in the store since. I'm like, maybe he had a coronary or something. Because <laughs> you know, you know, Arby says we have the meats. That fucking sandwich has the meat. Like, damn. I, I it might know. not be the coronary. I think I don't think his intestine could actually get that through his system. <laughs> that might have been it. But you know what the crazy thing is? Now I'm curious. I actually want to try this now. The giant? The gargantuan. The gar the giant gargantuan. Wait like, a second. I, I don't think I don't think I can eat it all. Hold on, hold on. There's a there's a calorie count right there. It says two thousand one hundred and sixty. I mean that's an all day calorie count for sure. I mean you could technically do lunch and dinner for it. I mean it'd be big lunch, big dinner, but still you can and eat. I mean it's literally what the two eight inches, right? Just kind of yeah, one, but two eight inches. That bread is barely... I don't even know how that bread is supporting that structure of meat. <laughs> but it is. The true open-faced sandwich. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my non-sponsor, Jimmy John's. Um, oh, here's the other thing. A giant gargantuan is almost $20. I paid $20 at Jersey Mike, so... Yeah, one that sounds so about right. Yeah, for one for one sandwich though, for, so, for one right, massive so sandwich. You you for all right. So not to like feel this attack, personal attack that's coming <laughs> into it, but you get the buffalo or the uh, the buffalo chicken sandwich that they have, the forty four. You get the giant, which is like sixteen bucks, and you can add bacon to it, and the bacon's like two dollars to bread that's like fourteen inches. So and then I tip. So it, it, it's lunch and dinner. And it's also my WrestleMania meal, so I know what I'm about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Okay. I'm gonna give you shoes. Twenty dollars on a sandwich ain't gonna scare me when I've dropped like close. Listen, guys, I I would drop that and I would slather it in ketchup. So you know. (laughs) Okay. Now we need to get to the tomato concept because I agree with Andrew on his sponsor. Charles likes Jimmy John's. Um, Oh, and all and my my promo code is uh, freaky fast. Nice. Yeah, and Brad Garrett's in the commercials. I have a better one, better one. Coronary sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and Brad Garrett's in the commercials. I I, I like Brad Garrett. Come on now. He's a nice guy. Yeah, you know. Uh, Okay, so yeah. Uh, Tomatoes on a sandwich. There we go. I don't get why. Are there heathens? Okay, these people are heathens, all right? I add more tomato ingredients to my sandwiches. Tomato. Have you guys ever just had a tomato sandwich? I have not. I have. Not, not I know people who have. I have. I had that I stuff as a kid. Odd. You know? 
That was, that was some good stuff. You know? I'm just saying. I don't know who out there doesn't... Who, I don't know who out there thinks it ruins a sandwich. I know people who don't like tomatoes because they think it's weird. But I could say the same thing. Pickles are weird. Onions are weird. But no, onions aren't... It's just I hate... I just don't like the taste the and taste. the smell yeah, and the everything and the aftertaste and the, just basically anything everything around onions i i hate and if it's in fried rice or whatever i, I it needs to be fried to oblivion where i can't even taste it anymore to be i'm honest. okay with it on the rice or on a meat i am not okay with it on a standalone sandwich if you're going to jimmy john's or jersey mike's or mm. any of the aforementioned places that stuff's weird but a tomato it, it, tomatoes are very neutral you get a thin cut you can get them sliced up you can get a whole bunch of variety in there. Diced tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Breakfast too. On a sandwich, I think I think pickles ruin stuff on a sandwich. I've seen people put that. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Yeah, some no. people don't like pickles. Some people actually just rather the pickle on the side and then just kind of have a like, bite of it from the side. But some people just outright hate pickles. And I get yeah, that. Like I get that. I, I, I can see what how the taste of pickle might put some people off. I don't mind it. I like it, but... I can see how I could put some people off, but like, I, I can kind of understand it from like, oh, if you know, if, I guess it's the same way some people can stand onions, and I, I just can't, can't do it, can't do onion rings, I can't do none of it, can't do funyuns. Wait, you hate onion rings? Yeah, I still taste it, man. They're not even really like an onion, though. But like I, that they've been so deep fried. It's it's, but not deep fried completely to oblivion. I still taste it. I still, I don't know. It's my taste buds. I, uh, all right, well. Okay. Now I'm going to ask questions to each of us individually to pose to the world. What is the one um, add-on, whatever it may be, fruit, vegetable, condiment, that is just a no-go if it's touching your meal? You're like, meh. No, olives. I could see on... Yeah, I, I, I don't mind olives, but I can see why people don't like that on theirs. I can see why that I, can put I, people off. I, I can't... Well, that and anything spicy... Um, I, I, I do not, but that doesn't count in my opinion, cause that, those, I just ca- cannot physically eat. Uh, I, I do not have a good, my mouth is not very strong. You would not make a good Mexican. <laughs> That's just <a> simple... <laughs> right. <It's> true. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I would not, I would not, um, but in terms of things that I can eat, but I just hate, olives, w- without a doubt. It just, I, mm-hmm. sometimes people, I'll accidentally get olives, like a couple will get onto a, a sub or whatever, and I'm like, yes. no, I, I have to go in and remove every single olive. Yeah. Like, yeah, nope, can't 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 do that one. Nope, no, thank you. Okay, that, that's that's a good one. I I can I I don't mind. I mean, it some olives are stronger than others because there's there's different types. So I can I can see how that could be off putting. So okay, here's mine. And I already said onions. I feel the same way that you do about olives with onions. Like like I just can't do it. Um, but here's one that's not onions: raisins. Oh my god! I can't do like if people put raisins in weird places, and it throws me completely off, and I hate it. I absolutely my, my hate grandma, it. My grandmother would throw something at you. I mean, 
Yeah. Oh no, Hispanic people are are very are are are, are, are commit many war crimes with raisins, for sure. <laughs> They're my empanadas. Exactly. Why are they in there? They should not be in there. <laughs> it's called, you you must have had COVID. You must have been, you know, the zero hour. Or have zero you heard of uh, Corona? Because you have no taste, sir. Have you heard of the pan de jamón, the, the Venezuelan yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. bread, whatever? Yeah, I love it. All right. They, they, I love the raisins. They in throw too. raisins in there, too. I love the raisins in that, too. And I, at the very least, with that, it's such a big, wide space where I can I can fish around the raisins, right? I can and get to the rest of the of the of the the ham and the bread and all that stuff, but when it's inside of an empanada, the, the covert, the Trojan horse, it, it, ah, that throws me completely off. And I wait, are we are we talking savory empanadas here? What happened? Are we talking savory empanadas? Not like sweet. I don't know. Do empanadas well, come so, in like? So my my grandmother would put raisins in regular like chicken or beef empanadas. My God. Yeah, and it's great. It's awful. It's delicious. <laughs> it's... You must have COVID too, because you lost your sense of taste as well. It's, it's... well. Let me. Let me. Uh, uh, I I take that back. I have not. I have never had raisins in an empanada, so I will. I will withhold judgment until I have one. I guess in the same vein, I should also do the same for pizza on pineapple or pineapple on pizza. It's not. I've never bad. had it. Uh, and I just go along with the memes and say, no, it doesn't belong on pizza. But mm. in truth, I, I really cannot make a valid decision until I actually have it. Uh, yeah. One thing that I have had with raisins and I cannot stand chicken salad. Oh, God, who would do that? Yeah, I can't say. I mean, Ra- raisins do customers. not belong in chicken salad. With the mayo and all the whatever. Yes. Who, who, and with celery the mayo, and... with, the, with the celery, with the chicken. It's like no, Why? absolutely not. I, I, I. That just that pisses me off. <laughs> that is, that is, that is not. Oh God. In a chicken I'm salad? I'm surprised. I'm surprised you've never heard of that. Nope. No, well, because I don't. I don't frequent a freaking black market where the frick the Wuhan virus came from. Whatever. <laughs> you know. That's. I don't frequent there. God. Oh no way. Mm-mm. No way. All right, Charles. What about you? Sauerkraut relish. Can't stand them. Hate the smell of them, even if it's around. I'm just out, out. Sour. I see crowd. people eat. Mm. See that? I see people eat that. Want a hot dog? A relish? Any kind? Cabbage. Any relish? None? Nothing? Never been in my diet, man. Wow. We, we don't. We don't do any of that. And I mean, I am. I am playing with that. See, at the barbecue for a while too. I didn't even like potato salad. Then I grew up a little bit. Um. Just no, no, man. We ain't doing it. Smell of that. Just, uh, and I can eat cabbage for some reason, but it's something about it because it kind of looks like the texture. Like it's the texture. It's the look. I don't think the taste is that great either. Um, 
you know, you ever see those like in science class and we would see things like formulating to just destroy yourself and die. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it reminds me of. And the same thing with like relish because it's just, ugh, it's a salsa wannabe. Um, it's just no thank you. And I see, you know, Heinz even makes a thing out of it and just, yeah, no thank you. I've seen people mix some things there. What do you even mix it with? What do you even have it with? You know, just go drink in an orphan's blood or something. <laughs> do what you're really meant to do. Oh, and you see those topically at like a cookout or you know if you go to New I, York, man, I don't Chicago. Think, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, then there's the whole debate of actually putting condiments on ketchup and stuff like that. My, you know. Like... Yeah, I remember our our good friend Jeremy Tache was getting harassed for putting ketchup on a hot dog. Mustard? Was was uh... No, it was mustard. It was mustard. It was mustard. Either way, either way, yeah, it was. It was no good. No, we we defended him for sure. Yeah. Okay, ride and die on that hill. Mm. All right, so we are at we're an hour thirty seven. Yeah, we started the show late, so that that's that's whatever. Um, uh, I guess the only NHL news I have: the Panthers Arena got a new name change again. It's what is it now? <laughs> FLA Live Arena. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! I, I oh, there's too there's too many jokes. There's too many jokes I can make. Literally, their 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 abbreviation the FLA fuck? Live Arena. I I don't I I don't know. I don't know why it's it's a temporary name until they get the new sponsor because they're they're done with BBNT so that they're going to get a new sponsor at some point but for now and it's looking like cuz there's Hang only on. a few a couple CBS, more weeks till the season starts CBS for Miami inadvertently came up with a great placeholder name what? And the thing is, they were they they weren't say they weren't saying it as, a, as a, um, but they were just reading uh, saying it as an article. Sunrise Arena, changing name from BB and T Center to F- to what? Andrew, LA Live Arena. Wait, wait. In I, two words, they came up with the perfect name. In the first two words of that headline, they came up with the perfect name. Can you hear me? You you kind of trailed off. Hello? Yeah, you, you're lagged you out me? again. Damn it. You can hear me now at least? I can hear yes. you now, but can you hear us in real time? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, we're good. Yes, I can hear you now. So CBS4 inadvertently came up with the perfect name. Sunrise Arena, bingo. Yeah, you there think. you go. I, I it, yeah, any anything would have made. I I wouldn't have minded like yeah, generic thing or Panthers Arena or I mean the original name of the place I guess when it was being developed was the Broward County Civic Center, which okay fine that's very very generic but at the very least it's a placeholder right so the, the B Triple C or whatever you would have called it you know. I don't know. They just called it FLA Live, I guess, to sound cool. 
I, I guess maybe to make it sound like LA Live, which is like the area where the Staples Center is in Los Angeles. Maybe. But, guys, it's the... Or it's the... Whatever, the, the Panthers Arena out in, next to the Everglades, next to a mall. It's... It's 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 not that big of a deal, guys. You haven't built up the place around it to kind of give it that, oh, yeah, this is this place to be, guys. We're, we're going to go over there. We're going to go to some shops. And we're going to see the Panthers. We're going to see them win the Stanley Cup. Like, that's that that does, that does hasn't happened, guys. It's, it's, it's been, been here's, here's it's the other 20, thing. Here's 23 the other years. thing as well. Yes. Here's the other thing as well. If you are, if you are going to call it the FLA Live Arena. If you're going to use FLA Live, just call it FLA Live. It's kind of redundant having FLA Live Arena. It's not like it, they call it LA Live. They don't call it the LA Live Center or LA Live Arena. Uh, well, I mean, they, yeah, they they just call the air. I don't know why. It's there. It's a placeholder. I, I don't know why they couldn't have just just called it. I don't know. Panthers Arena. God. That's it. Florida Panthers Arena, Broward County Civic Center, uh, whatever. It it does. It's it's probably not going to last long. They'll probably have a new name by, I would assume by, the end of this year. So, all right. So that's that's the only hockey news that I've got. Uh, basketball news. <laughs> ben Simmons says he's done with the Sixers. <laughs> as if as if he was the one that made the choice you know I, I, how's Adele gonna do you know babysitting Rich Paul's son that is Ben Simmons <laughs> is that too mm. much of a look oh boy I mean she they, there's according to the Twitter and I don't give into such sensational journalism but I am one to validate my petty she's saying famous agent Rich Paul NBA known for basically being like Thanos collecting every NBA superstar um, Rich Paul is the agent to Ben Simmons and now Ben Simmons has gone out there and saying that he's played his last game for philadelphia 76ers you know the first round pick <laughs> that they had what four years ago the guy who was supposed to be part of the process the dude who was supposed to change the game of being a power point forward or small point forward and um just gonna change the whole world and twitter is very divisive gentlemen half of them are like me lapping it up that this could only blow up so badly seeing generational talents just go and disappear and the other half i'm like oh no they want to blame doc of all people saying that it was doc's fault for uh what? you know benson's comment but all what doc did was, was tell the truth benson was already broken by the time he got there but the whole idea is after their playoff elimination oh how doc says you know, certain people are gonna have to go and do this and that you know so speaking being a, and that's the problem too i, I feel right, if there's okay we got all clients like it, lebron <laughs> If we're, you, you can't let a coach coach, man. If we're yeah, we're, if we're gonna credit Doc Rivers, he at least knows that for sure because he was with the Celtics. Like, well, some guys are gonna have to go. We're gonna have to get some better guys. And boom, KG and Ray Allen. So, yeah, it's exactly. Ben Simmons has to go. They're done, but they were done with him before he. The, the, yeah, it was the whole thing. I was saying, uh, yeah, it's like you're saying you quit when you were already fired <laughs> yeah. he's just trying to save i don't know what face but trying to save some face 
I have not. It's just, and I think you know. the team. I think personally, you know, I mean, it's horrible to say it when you say personally, but I think as a team they were done with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Before he even and, made that decision. Yeah, and Joel Embiid. I mean, he hasn't said anything publicly, and he's been like, yeah, he's all right. And we love Joel now. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no I, respect. I don't know. I've always liked Joel. I've always liked Joel. He's just he just stuck on the Philadelphia 76ers. That's the bad thing I, I had about a, it. I had to pick a side when we had. Um, a sort of Hassan Whiteside chirping at him, so you uh, know I stayed loyal to that. But yeah. we, we now that Hassan's no longer with us, mm. we we can say how much we love. Hey, look, he gave my respect for just basically playing center on one knee this yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. No, no, and you, he cares. Oh, I mean, sheesh, you saw what happened when they lost to the Raptors. I mean, God. So no, 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 the, the Joel Embiid and stuff like that, but it's not working, guys. So yeah, Ben's got to go. But that's the Sixers' decisions, not his. I, I I don't know what he's trying to do. Uh, if he had stayed quiet, he wouldn't have taken the L today. But he decided to. So I don't know if it was all him or if it was for his or if was it Rich Paul. But the massive L today. I mean, it's it's both, right? Because no agent's gonna want a guy who seems to be unhappy, and the money's already there. So now we're just talking about legacy. The question is that don't bite the hand that feeds because what's the issue? The issue is quite frankly, Philly can trade you anywhere and then you're gonna be stuck in Oklahoma City. I, who I would love actually because they're they're making it seem like oh like look, like the the Sixers, they're gonna get low ball offers, but they want to get rid of you anyways. So it's not really doing anything. This statement does nothing to help you at all at all and because of this it only gives me more incentive as sixers to trade you to a trashy team for a trashy player or for at least a an okay role player or something like that somebody that could just pop in right you could do a tiktok video of him like pulling a jump shot on some 12 year old to show that he's got some skill you know because because what's with ben simmons we everybody's seen it Everybody's seen how much of a, okay, fine, you can pass the ball, fantastic, but you can't shoot, and you, you can refuse. That's great. Yeah, you can refuse. Yeah, you can move the ball around, whatever, but you refuse to shoot with wide open chances. So, what good does that do you with regards to your value? None whatsoever. So teams, the Sixers, would just trade you to somebody, anybody, and guess what? Why would they trade you to a contender, especially a contender in the East? Why would they do that? They're they're not going to. So you're gonna go off to the West. You're gonna go to Sacramento, and see what you could do. I don't know. Some some team like that was who's another. I mean, more about franchise buddy, out West. Philly would love to have Buddy healed on them. Two first, Buddy Hield. And so, I mean, and what's the what's Philly's asking price? But I, I I always thought just on paper Oklahoma works a little bit, yeah, just because they don't have the legitimate um, point guard. So you they're rebuilding have Simmons. You have Simmons kind of be not the focus point. You could build that team around Shea Igleus. I don't know how to say his name, um, Alexander, and then everything else that you could build yeah. into. And they're all going to be kind of young to kind of grow and yeah. Simmons ain't going to have to worry about expectations because they're not going to get to the postseason until the end of his contract. So it's okay. Exactly. He'll be all gone. Yeah. You, you want to take the easy route because they make it seem like he's not the first point guard who couldn't develop his shot. 
you know, the way it kind of propels, I'm like, uh, we, we did a um, player we never forget on him, but we love us some uh, a Andre. Yeah. No, no, no. We, 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 Andre, the doctor, the whiz, man. I forgot. Mm. Now it's going to escape me. Andre Miller, uh, point guard yeah. who learned mm-hmm. to develop his shot and kind of go from there. But no, apparently Ben Simmons is the only point guard who, because they label him as a point guard, only point guard never learned. We can't develop. We can't go and fix this craft. When you have a long career and you need to prepare for a long career. Basketball, these kids are coming out when they're 20, 21, 18, 19 for some cases. You're got to look on your longevity. It's not 10 years trying to pay off bar loans like Charles. You're going to be, you could be in the league for 15 years. Yeah. 20, depending on your style of play. So wouldn't you just want to be getting to really your, when you get to your prime, it's not your peak physically it's about everything just comes in all at once and nothing is um being negative or degrading it has to be it's firing off on cylinders and she's just for two years hasn't done it and what did i say before they signed him on the contract two years ago don't do it and what did they do yeah and just like a certain baseball team that's not going to make it to the wild card not the yankees but the san diego padres padres (laughs) y'all are just frauds and y'all are trash, and I told you so. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the NBA news. That's that's all I got from up there. I guess we can. Oh, let's just do a quick. Whoops, I dropped that. Quick rundown of what's going on in baseball. Just quick. We've got playoff races. The St. Louis Cardinals are the hottest team in baseball. They've gotten hot at the right time, and the Cardinals are very dangerous when they're very hot coming into October, because mm-hmm. it tends to mean that they win the World Series. Because they've got what if they're hot going, they could upset LA or San Francisco in a wild card game. They could do it in a one game playoff. They could definitely do it. So that would be really fun to see, especially if it's LA. I would love for that to happen. That'd be very interesting. So I'm hoping the Cardinals can stay hot enough through that to be able to do that at the very least, and then maybe fizz out in the division series. Who cares after that? And yeah. Uh, let's see, other notable games. <laughs> the Phillies are losing the Baltimore Orioles right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> so that's great. The Yanks are up 4-1 to on the Rangers. So, Oof. you know, there you go. Go Rays. Beat the Blue Jays for us. Yeah, go the, Mets. Well, yeah, the Mets are 2-2 right now against Boston. The, the Rays are down 3-2 to the Jays at the moment. So there you go. And then the Mariners actually play the A's. Those teams can beat up on each other for that last wild card spot. And then the San Diego Fraudres are playing against the San Francisco Giants tonight. Can we can we speak about it? I know we want to go brief, but can we speak about Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis? Okay, okay so I saw that video. I saw the the breakdown of what he was what was going on. The Padres lost that game, by the way. So. I, but yes, we can speak about it. Go ahead, Charles. So in the beginning of this season, Charles said, don't you dare tell me that the San Diego Padres are legitimate. And everybody's like, I don't know, San Diego Padres, they're just going to get all these great players, going to be excellent, even though they have Joyce as their manager, it's going to be fine, you're going to see it, they're going to get all these guys. With 13 games left to play in the season, they're not okay. Mm, they're three no, games no. above 500. So Manny Machado, Mr. Not Johnny Hustle, that was a reputation that came around him, was caught arguing with you know the the new love child that is 
Fernando Tatis, two juniors that everybody loves. Vladimir, Fernando. Everybody goes from there. Um, but he's caught in the video going saying, this isn't about effing you. Yeah. And it was because he was having a bad game. He was striking out. He was just kind of like buying into a lot of stuff. And they had been on a bad slide. Remember when it was a tight division in the NL West of the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres? Padre, uh, and remember what we said is when big brother wins, little brother always gets free. That was me when we were talking about the World Series last year. Boy, was it true. Because I don't know if that seems important. I think it's Manny Machado trying to give the tough love that their own manager won't give to their star player. The guy who was just given this big old contract. It was Tatis that got that big old contract, right? Yes. Yeah. Even though he's in his second year. Um, th- this major one that kind of came into it. So everybody was like, oh, this is not that. But Manny Machado, of all people, who had a bad reputation – Good guy at the end of the day, but bad reputation not being a veteran locker room, telling somebody saying, Stop being a punk ass and do team baseball. Yeah, play defense or whatever. Yeah. I love it. Don't fight the umps. Don't argue balls and strikes. Because listen, we get it. We all want robot masters to overtake the strike zone. All three of us on the show want that. Me, at least. I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. But it happens. But you got to keep your head in. You kind of stop swinging for the fences and maybe, just maybe, stop chasing for a batting crown or batting title, a gold glove. Stop chasing yeah, for, for the MVP right now. You know, it's him, it's what, people MVP. are saying him and Bryce Harper or whatever. I'm like, oh. Which he's having like a super quiet season. I didn't even know he was in the running. No, Bryce Harper is doing well in spite of the Phillies being the Phillies. Which is why he should get the MVP, should he not? Whereas Shohei and um, they make it seem like Vlad's 10 steps ahead than what he really is. The only big difference when I checked the stats earlier today was a batting average. Everything mm. else is not yeah. monumental. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I want to comment on that these were. I think this is very important because we all love the blow-up story. Because the Yankees could blow up the season. We have a hard-ass schedule, man. We finish the season after the Rangers. We go Boston. Yeah. Toronto, the Rays, and I said it a couple weeks ago, and hold me to where I said that the Rays were going to be the ones who knock us out of the playoffs. That's tough, man, because it's not that we have to sweep all those teams because we're only half a game behind, um, but it's going to come down to those Tampa yeah, Bay. You uh, guys games. have this, this, the, the sixth hardest strength of schedule to finish out the season. So, and yeah. when you have... It's basically have, because of those division teams, those, those three ahead yeah, of and when you. Well, when you have a, um, a manager who is blind to the situation who has no baseball IQ situational baseball what is that mm. simple. Mm-hmm. not knowing when to get certain guys out not knowing how to do lineups all that jazz that's all I got for you on baseball I just think it's a fun comment because we are getting to the heat of stuff because remember what was the rule if we got out of the first round of the playoffs I gotta go get an error the, 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 uh, the Padres really screwed themselves because they have the they they had such a nice comfy position that now they've left themselves with the hardest schedule to finish out the season with San Francisco, LA and Atlanta. <laughs> so they're, they're screwed. They are absolutely screwed. And the Phillies are squandering their entire thing. They only have the Braves. The Braves are their only tough team to finish out the season. And they got the Orioles who they're, 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 they're losing to right now, the pirates and the Marlins. Like, my goodness gracious, how they've squandered that. And I was like, man, the Phillies, could they could, you know, just play okay baseball. They could actually make the playoffs, but they're not going to do that. That's going to be funny. 
And uh, the Oakland A's, they're probably not going to make it. They've got a tough schedule to finish out with uh, the Mariners and the Astros in there. I hope the Mariners I, – I like the Mariners. I hope they actually do make it, but I don't see it happening. So there's that. And that's – yeah, that's all for baseball right now. So that, that, that's it. Andrew, what, he popped out? Come here. Said he had to leave in a minute. Okay, okay, Andrew. Before you leave, what was that? What What was you mentioned? Oh, I'm getting scheduled. Uh, echo. Uh, what was it? Uh, you said there was much something college football that uh, some kerfuffle between Mississippi State, whatever. They were in a. Yeah. Yes. So, Memphis was playing Mississippi State at the Liberty Bowl mm-hmm. uh, this Saturday, and I'm trying. I'm trying to pull up the exact notes of it but uh one sec <laughs> mississippi state I'm trying to see if there's anything so so here's what happened downing once uh, is that what is it about so it came down to a very interesting uh, call, I guess. Eventually, the SEC referee uh, officiating crew came out afterward and said the the crew made a mistake. But basically, what happened was there was a ninety four yard punt or a punt that made it to the to Memphis. So. Mississippi punted, made to the six. Um, and then here's the key. The Mississippi State players surrounded the ball, looked like they were going to down it. They touched, they, but they never, they touched it, but they never got complete control of the ball, which is key. Mm. Because because in order for a punting team to down the ball, they have to actually like not just touch it, they have to put their hand on it and hold onto the ball, grab it in some way. It doesn't have to be taken off the ground necessarily, but it's it's you just can't like tap it or whatever. You actually have to like do, do, does that make sense? So actually grab it. Right. Mhm. I think they use the term control or whatever. It's it's some weird mumbo jumbo BS. But the the TLDR is hand like solidly on the ball. Okay. So the punt. So miss the Mississippi State players. They surrounded it. That's normal. They touched it. That's normal, sort of. But they never got full control over it. <laughs> the Memphis punt returner smart dude saw that they never got full control of the ball. So oh. all the Mississippi state players were just kind of like, all right, just plays st- over standing around, you know, you know, just not moving really, you know, they're moving back to their bench, walking, whatever. The Memphis player sees this. Oh, I'm watching it right now. And, and he runs back. 94 yards for the game-winning touchdown. Wow. I see. Huh. 
Okay. So, <laughs> so, so the refs were blamed for making it seem like a dead ball. Yes, the the refs blew 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 the whistle too early. Mm-hmm. They they didn't follow the rules, I guess you could say, because they saw the player touch it and blew the play dead. Suppose, but no one heard them or no one acted reacted to it, whatever. But the refs let the call stand and say that it was a touchdown, that it was still a live ball. So, so they kind of they, so they inadvertently. So, the so basically, the, 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 the article the, says. So the play happened as it should have. I mean, at least the Memphis player that made the play made actually played it the way it should have been played. Correct. But the refs, because of the way they handled it, uh, kind of screwed Mississippi State and didn't really atone for their mistake and just ruled it dead. Right. So the ESPN article, I'm reading it here. Oh, actually, that wasn't the game field goal two left, but still, it's a different. They still won the game, so that's a factor. They they don't win that game thirty-one to twenty-nine without that touchdown. Mm -hmm. Um, So what happened was the back judge put his arms up, waved his arms to stop play, which was incorrect. He should have let it play, but he didn't. But no one saw him wave his arms. So the play continued as it should have. But because he waved his arms incorrectly, that's that's in parentheses. Because he waved his arms, the play should have been called dead, even though he waved his arms incorrectly. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But then on top of that, Apparently, there were two Memphis players wearing the number four, which is illegal. You're you're allowed to have multiple players on a team Where's wearing the same number, number right. but they can't be at the on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, as a result of that, that's another reason the play should have been Ill- blown dead or a penalty or whatever. But the crew just screwed that whole situation up to Memphis's benefit. So yeah. Mississippi State is pissed. The SEC is pissed. So everyone except Memphis is pissed. Well, Memphis and anyone who loves to see the SEC get taken down a notch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then. Oh, and by the way, um, also before I go, my my Cincinnati friend uh, has a has my response. My response, I said, my I told him my friend is now a Cincy fan. Any thoughts? He said, "Oh God, lol." <laughs> Enjoy. Oh. Hope you like Cincy chili and fuck Xavier. All right. Okay then, screw Xavier. I- 
and for the record, Xavier is a basketball is school. A, right. It, it is an FCS school. It is a division one school. They do play football, but they don't play high level football anymore. No, I but, get I get the basketball reference. I get that. They, they hate them with a passion. Yeah. All right. Okay then. Yeah. All right. Well then, the only Xavier, the only good Xavier is Professor Xavier. So there we go. Yeah. Well, it's not even the same <laughs> unless, unless you read some comics. Oh. Well then. He, he's Xavier. They're just Xavier. Mm-hmm. You don't pronounce the X. You pronounce the X like a Z. Bu says that Xavier doesn't have football. They, oh, they don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, well, well, they still play each other in basketball and they are major rivals. All right. So you have to hate Xavier now. I will. And you can. All right. Sure I that. All right, Andrew, take care. Well, Charles, with Andrew's exit, it is our entrance into the cage. Let's do it. All right, welcome everybody to your weekly Truplex, The Cage with Charles. Full disclaimer, full reminder, wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It is a stage fight. It is a song and dance, poetry, emotion, ballet, pure, merciless fighting and rage that goes on. It's about men and women chasing championships, establishing their legacy, being the holy how of each other, and then some. It's also about Vince McMahon sweating, sweating. Sweating a little bit of the competition that's out there. And yes, I'll call them competition because what does a great business want to do, Francisco? They want to be remembered not just one day out of the week, not just two days out of the week, mm. not three days out of the week. They mm-hmm. want to be remembered every single day of the week. And when your Wednesdays are no longer occupied and you just have to go and do Monday and a Tuesday, which is now being revamped to NXT 2.0, which is bleh, um, and then a Friday and sometimes a pay-per-view. I'm in your head, man. And listen, we are not here to say one's better than the other. Wrestling is kind of like a TV show. Hmm. Oh. Are you gone, Charles? Oh, he's gone. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what's up. It's not my connection because I have a good one right now from what I see. But Charles is, is is popped out again. I don't know what's going down. I don't know. It's, it must be our our, our Facebook connection. It, it kind of crapped out on us. So I'm going to have to restart that. So, yeah, we're, we're still in the cage. But it's a... Uh, tr- <laughs> oh, this is great. The birthday episode. This is fantastic. So I'm going to get Charles see back, see if we can get back on the line. I have no idea. He might actually be just talking to himself right now. Which could actually be... Oh, man. If if only... Uh, next season, there's... Uh, so what Char- did you not hear from that great analogy? I, 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 I just... All I heard was wrestling is like a TV show, and then that was it. Oh, wow. And I was well, only... I-, I only wish I could hear what that recording was. And if we were like other real podcasts where... I have each one of you guys recording your own segment and then I splice it together. We could have those missing bits, but we don't. And it's actually part of the beauty of our show. 
So well, it's goose for a reason. Well, yeah, well, I, yeah. I, will, I will minimize it to a context to get to the point of it is that mm. wrestling is like TV shows that are on for a very long period of time. And the longer the, the seasons, not every season is up to par. I mentioned the only one that was yeah. always up to par. From Hence the, the, uh, the soap opera analogy from South Park. Exactly. You know, the only one that was always a banger start to finish episode to episode was the Golden Girls. And that for wrestling is usually the Monday Night Wars and then the Attitude Era. But every now and then there's always a slob here that happens. Plain and simple. That's how we're going to go for it. But a lot of stuff's happening in the wrestling world. Start with New Japan. G1 Climax, the tournament. You know the tournament. You've been on one of two G1 Climaxes for me. We're climaxing together, kids. Oh, no, wait, hold on. Scratch that. Anyway, mm. it'll inform humor since Andrew's not on. We have to do our usual thing. It's basically, no, no. I, I, can I give you a confession? I really don't know what a round robin tournament is. So it's basically <laughs> a tournament where points and blocks are calculated A block, B block. At the finals, they go against each other. Whoever wins ends up challenging the champion at a not some a Dominion, I think, or if not Dominion, they end up challenging for the IWGP Heavy World Heavyweight Championship. Sad news: Tetsuya Naito, leader of Los Ingobernables de Japón. Look, I know some Spanish, right? Um, he hurt his knee. He's out. It was after the first match against Zack Saber Jr. So unfortunately. He has to bow out, and they're not going to have a replacement for him either. So it just means that everybody that would have gone against him would just get the automatic two points of forfeit. It's a small bracket. Uh, the virus has really affected the talents to kind of be in there. I don't know who's going to win. I haven't really given much look into it. I think this could be that one year where we have a double repeat where Shino Takagi, who is the IWGP champion, also wins it. And I think that's actually a smoother way to just do it because if I'm booking it, have him win it and then have Will Ospreay just continue his feud to get the title back because Will's now back in session, neck injury and all, back to wrestle for the title he never really lost. Everybody else doesn't scream to me as... G1 Climax, you know, banger. But granted, Shingo Takagi versus Tomohiro Ishii was a banger. I saw some YouTube clips. I will send it to you guys. New Japan doesn't make it easy for me to get spice stuff and send it on YouTube. But it was just meaty men slapping meat, and that's going to kind of be the theme for the last couple days of wrestling. But New Japan, that's what's going on there. AEW, Grand Slam, tomorrow. It's going to be, you know, they don't have a lot of pay-per-views. So I do these little, I love Toru Yano. Wait, is it being called Grand Slam? Yeah, it's called Grand Slam. Is that why they were on MLB Network? Yes. (laughs) That's my guess. And as you were introduced to Orange Cassidy, who I know I've mentioned about on the show, um, he's like wrestling Ryan Gosling with his very lazy um, behaviorisms that come into it. But it's going to be AEW Grand Slam, a couple matches on the card. It's going to be a banger, dude. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to work out early tomorrow so I can get back and watch it. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black, formerly known as Aleister Black. Aleister Black squashed Cody in the first match, which makes it seem as if Cody's going to win. But these are their kind of like light pay-per-view matches. MJF versus Brian Pillman. Whole thing about MJF is he has to move on to something else, so they'll probably have Pillman win. FTR, the Revival. Formerly known as Revival, Revival going against Darby Allen Sting. Okay, let's see what happens there. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho, formerly known as Ruby Riot from the WWE world, defending or challenging for the AEW Women's Championship. She won the Battle Royale. Britt Baker's still going to win that, but it'll be good. Main event time. Oh, actually, are they going to do Minoru Suzuki and Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer and. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Eddie Kingston, John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer? Maybe. They had Minoru Suzuki debut on AEW. The King. 
you know, murder grandpa, as I call him. They'll be playing Um, in New York, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Hence the whole Grand Slam vibe that kind of came in. But they ruined Minoru's, like, debut to AEW. This guy's, like, 53 years old, and he wants to just destroy you. Uh, And they had him lose in the 10-minute match to Moxley. That wasn't a fan of, but they're going to continue that feud, so maybe you let Archer and Suzuki get over them. I don't know. That'd be cool. But the main event's going to be Brian Danielson, a.k.a. Daniel Bryan, that Daniel Bryan, the yes guy from, you know, WWE that I used to talk a lot about, going against Kenny Omega in a non-title match. I'm about it. I'm about it. Making a non-title really kind of tips the nose or tips the hand that Danielson's going to win, but you couldn't have a situation where someone who's an outsider just comes in and wins the title off of Kenny when he beat everybody else as long as we're delaying the Hangman um, title match. I don't know how far we're going to go into that. I'm very interested in seeing what we can do. I just want a wrestling clinic. Brian wants a wrestling clinic. That's why he kind of left WWE to go to AEW amongst every other reason why. It's a dream match for sure. Let's see what happens. Go do it. Let's happen. Let's have Kenny lose so he starts freaking out because the guy who was undefeated for a while starts losing a bit, gets paranoid. His best friend's Young Bucks won the title. And then Hangman will come in and take that belt, and then we'll have Adam Cole, baby, doing some stuff in between because he is, as you know, all elite, baby. But... Listen, AEW's got a strong roster now. Granted, they signed like everybody that WWE released, but one man's trash is another man's treasure. But I look at about it this way. What's the purpose of going and buying Diet Coke when you could just have a Coke but limit the amount of Coke you're putting into that cup? You still get that sweet, freshly taste, but not the overkill, which is what WWE tends to do on a lot of stuff with rematches galore, stalled storytelling, Goldberg. stale storytelling, Goldberg, <laughs> all this stuff that kind of comes into it. I'm it's learning. Be a very short cage today, to a degree, maybe. Um, but then we're going to WWE. So I got to break this off because last time I had a kind of like it was our comeback from the show. It was a return. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff did happen in WWE as we we're getting off the air. Tommaso Ciampa is your new WWE NXT champion. As you know, our love Samoa Joe had to vacate the title for whatever injury it happened. So they held a fatal four-way to Ciampa won it. I'm happy for that considering the fact that Vince McMahon doesn't want small midget vanilla men and Ciampa might be cornered into that situation but now he gets his second title run with a title he never lost probably going to drop it really soon that was happened last week but while we were on the show there was another title change this is what's going to happen often francisco now that vince mcmahon is running nxt kushida nxt cruiserweight champion has held it since april dropped the title to roddy strong who i love roddy i love kushida my disappointment is when exactly as you predicted to happen when there's Vince McMahon running a thing, a show, a match, when there's a squad of people against each other, the squad interferes, the ref doesn't see it, and then there's cheating that's involved. Eh, can't we just have the heel win the title square? I understand he's a heel. There, you know, there's different ways of how they so do things. He does the, the gimmicks. The gimmicks were needed. <sighs> it, it, well, NXT was supposed to be more about, like wrestling matches and mm. I like a little mm. schmooziness in my wrestling I think it's needed but is this really going to bring Diamond Mine which is the faction that Roddy's a part of up there more so than just and help establish Roddy as a leader or would it have been better if he just kind of like murdered Kushida plus I just want to watch a banger because no longer are we going to be in a situation to which I can just watch all of NXT or the rewatches of it now that I know that oh Aaron Judge just got another home run at 7-1 Yankees Love it standing at a homer too. Oh yeah, um, it's not going to be a situation where 
I'm going to watch it every week now religiously. I mean, it's not like I did. It's always on during the show, and I just kind of crossfade. But now it's just going to be kind of like that YouTube thing, where if I hear it's a good match, I'll just watch it on Hulu or on Peacock. But um, everything else, I'll just get the snippets of it from basically YouTube and then just watch the pay-per-view. So it's getting the Raw and SmackDown treatment. But that's what's going on in NXT. I'm still adjusting to it. They made some changes. It's a very light color stuff going on there, and it's very bright as opposed to dark and muggy as it was when they were the Capital City Wrestling, Capital Wrestling City, whatever they called it beforehand when they went to Ronaville. Raw, SmackDown. As we know, last week, Biggie cashed in his Money in the Bank contract, WWE champion, SmackDown, prepping up for Extreme Rules. We have a pay-per-view this weekend that I'm really not invested in because it just seems like a, a balanced card. But i got to tell you, I hate Vince McMahon. This is how I'm going to start it. I hate Vince McMahon because he got me, Francisco, and everybody else listening out there, mm. to watch not one, but two Raw main events in a row. Put over a good Sunday night football game that I did not watch between, what was it, Baltimore and the Raiders last week. And, of course, no one really cares about the Packers and Detroit Lions, but I could have been playing video games and starting continuing Resident Evil 2 remake Leon story because that's what I was playing because we're getting into spooky season. Mm. But instead... I had to watch some stuff because last week I watched Big E win the WWE title. Very happy that I did that. It was a good decision to make because I would hate it to have that spoiled or just finding out the next day when I woke up. And then yesterday, because Big E showed up last Friday on SmackDown, messing with Roman a little bit. So Roman's like, me and my boys are going to go against your boys, the New Day, Bloodline New Day, on Raw. And I'm like, yes, please. But I was at the gym, so I missed that first half. But then what happened? Bobby Lashley the former WWE champion, the basically the uh, mutated Raisinette, as I call him, he looks like Frieza at 100% power, was very angry that he lost his title on a cash-in after he had to face Randy Orton, and he killed not just Biggie, not just Kofi, not just Xavier Woods and New Day, but he killed everybody, including the Bloodlines. He even speared Roman, and then Raw's like, oh, guess what? We're going to give you a triple threat. I'm like, what, what, are, we, what are we doing with this? You're going to give me a triple threat? Yeah, what? What kind of triple threat are we going to give me? Is it going to be for any titles? It's not going to be for titles at all. It's going to be a triple threat match. All right, what, what are you giving me? We're going to give you Bobby Lashley. I'm like, yeah. We're going to give you Biggie. I'm like, that, that's some serious meat right there. That's meat slapping meat. <laughs> I just want that the pay-per-view as it is. And he's like, and then we're going to give you Roman Reigns. And you know the Vince McMahon meme when he's like rolling his eyes and he falls backwards? Yeah. I did a literal formation of that. The, my, that was my body because – Here's the problem with wrestling. I love high technical wrestling, high speed technical wrestling. I like fluidness. I like the striking ability. I like lucha libre. I like submission specialists. But then I like meat slapping meat, Francisco. Mm. Big meaty men beating meat. Not in that connotation. <laughs> but like dudes who look like Olympic brawlers. Pick up go go find Bobby Lashley if you can. Look oh, at this man. I, I know. He's a dominating daddy. He, he, he's a dominating daddy. You know, it's funny, one of his finishers is called the Dominator, so I'm glad that you you have caught on. Look at Big E, your new WWE champion. That's 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 prime rib, man. And we know my love of Roman the Tribal Chief. Acknowledge him. He the one. That was in a triple threat match. And you know what, man? It wasn't even a fake out. They gave that like 20 minutes. I watched it start to finish, and it was a beautiful triple patty. It, it is like a Dave's triple at Wendy's. You know it's going to hurt, mm. but you're going to take it, <laughs> and you're going to love it. Mm. I love that Bobby's just so angry. Look at him. To kill he people. is just Look mad. He, he is just that's a, Just rage. You know, you know that Twitter or the Vine video of like the angry little black kid? It was like, ah! And the guy's like, bro, why are you so mad? That, is, if that kid went, worked out, didn't take a lick of steroids at all, because Bobby's all natural, I think, and just 
just like became a professional wrestler. I love that match start to finish. It did everything it had to do where it respected all three wrestlers as main eventers. And it established why Biggie can hang with the big boys. It solidified that Bobby is one day going to get a title again, hopefully the main title. And then that Roman won at the end because Bobby was beating the hell out of Biggie with the chair and he took his eye off the prize. And then Roman just speared him for the one, two, three. So it protects your true face of the company. It helps Biggie look good and also continues a feud between Biggie and Bobby Lashley that may happen at Extreme Rules this weekend. Who knows? We can't play that Rick Ross one, but I, I watched it the other day. It was hysterical. But I'm loving, loving just everything thing that they're doing because man i was i love me a good destructo fest man and that's what it felt like like look at that man look at that monster of a human being in bobby lashley it was just so good and then you look at biggie and you're like yeah man we're gonna do this he killed goldberg kelly goldberg is just always always gonna be on there but anytime you have to wrestle goldberg too when you're defending your title is also the death sentence for you look at drew mcintyre and his second one as WWE champion and this weekend we have WWE extreme rules on Sunday on the Peacock Network. And what I hate sometimes about what Vince does with these things, Francisco, is he does like these last-minute announcements of the cards, which bothers me because I have no idea how to do my predictions for you guys if Vince is going to hold off until Friday or Saturday because Friday has SmackDown. It really bothers me because I like to be right about stuff. I like to go back on the show. How many times I've done like, oh, I was right about G1 Climax with Kota Ibushi. Oh, I was right about, you know, Royal Rumble when I said Edge was a good contender. Oh, I was right about both your money in the backwards. I like being right. It's just an ego thing. It's, you know, and I need you to Fernando Tatis. Vince is Fernando Tatis me. He's Manny Machado. He's like, it's not about you. I'm like, all right, man. Hmm. But the card itself is blandish. Extreme Rules is a gimmick pay-per-view where Anything kind of goes. Weapons are involved. You might have, you know, tables. You have weapons. You have no DQ, false counts anywhere. Ladders, chairs, whatever. What are we getting? Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor is the main event. I don't even care about the match. Why don't I care about the match, Francisco? Why? Because one, you already had the match a couple weeks ago on SmackDown, but you made Finn look good. However, now we're getting Finn Balor as the demon. Yawn. Don't care about it. I like Finn. I don't care about the demon. That's his alter ego where he puts on body paints, and you know. Stuff happens. He basically looks like, looks like a, that. Looks like a like a bootleg predator. Well, yeah, pretty much. That's what he. That was his alter ego in NXT when he was there like six years ago. But he kind of looks like that one guy who went to um, Burning Man and dropped a tab of acid, and this is what his visions came in when he looked mm. into the mirror. Mm. It's gonna be an extreme rules match allegedly. So we're gonna see. The whole thing is Roman's gonna win. You wanna know why? I don't care about this match though, because they've already announced Brock Lesnar to be going against Roman Reigns at Saudi Arabia for the Universal Championship. So unless you're gonna do this major swerve and piss off the Saudis over there and not. You know, have Roman defend discount that time. Discount Darth Finn. Maul. Yeah, discount Darth Maul is good. I can work with that. I can work with that mindset. Um, it kind of takes away the credibility of me. Why? I think Finn and Roman can go. I know they can. But knowing that Brock's kind of there and wants to challenge the Universal Champion and is already going to get that title shot at Saudi Arabia, it's a dangerous game because putting it into an Extreme Rules match helps because it means that Roman can just murder the demon and. It, it can make sense because a demon in that caricature is only lost once to Samoa Joe and NXT in a steel cage match. Um, so, okay, fine, we get it. There's been no other times where Finn has lost the demon. But because you have Brock Lesnar following up, you lose that mysticism. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, yeah. As you know, Becky came back from SummerSlam, squashed Bianca. I feel like this whole thing is just trying to get Bianca over again. I think she's kind of maximized her potential as a face. I want to see her more of a heel. Do I like Becky as a heel? Kind of. Can I live without it? Yeah. 
Do I think SmackDown's hurting with women's division? Yes. Do I need that shakeup to happen? Obviously. Charlotte, Ver, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. I don't, I don't care, man. Like the promo last night was good because they were they were getting some real stuff. They were throwing some shades. Um, Alexa said that Charlotte was original with the Woo, citing Ric Flair, who's in deep, deep water, and we might do that on a different day, converse about the dark side of the ring stuff that happened there. And then Charlotte goes and says, oh, you're going to talk to me about originality and was hinting at The Fiend, which was what Alexa basically stole from now that Bray Wyatt's not there anymore. So I was kind of getting between it, but I, I'm over Charlotte. But I don't like this iteration of Alexa Bliss without The Fiend. So if Alexa wins the title, I don't have any love for it. I don't want it. I don't want it, man. United States Championship, Damian Priest, Sheamus, and Jeff Hardy. Triple threat match. What do we know about triple threat match? Or usually no DQs. What does that mean? Jeff Hardy's going to die for me. It's going to be great. Every time Jeff Hardy's in a triple threat match for a title for some reason, I enjoy it. When he had his classic champions match with Sami Zayn and AJ Styles and him in a ladder match for the IC belt, it was phenomenal. He had his earlobe handcuffed. I'm 100% about whatever's going to happen. I have a funny feeling Jeff's going to win. I'm just going to put that out of the record because why would he be added to a crowd favorite and also just kind of be there to kind of give him one last rub of a lot, one last run with something of some kind of credibility and give the rub to somebody else in the future going over, maybe a carrying cross, and then they'll just ship it off to AEW and go from there, so we'll see what happens. Usos versus Street Profits. Usos are winning. you got to keep the bloodline strong because we need Francisco at Survivor Series when it's Brad versus Brand. New Day, Bloodlines Part 2. I am waiting and ready. Liv Morgan versus Carmella. And they might do, because they have not confirmed it, but they might do Big E defending his WWE Championship against Bobby Lashley. And since we had that mm, mm, delicious triple patty, <laughs> Charles, you want to go back for a double Baconator? Yeah, buddy, I want to go back for a double Baconator. This could be the pay-per-view match that really solidifies Big E in the big time. Because remember, he won the IC belt in December of last year. I don't really think he did anything big with it. He had to fight Apollo Crews like 5,000 times. And then, you know... Sami Zayn like 5,000 times, so let him get the established rub against a true champion, Bobby Lashley, who, Francisco, I'm going to tell you right now, want to know something interesting about Bobby Lashley's reign last year and change since the pandemic kicked in? He never lost the U.S. championship by getting pinned. He only lost it because Matt Riddle pinned John Morrison, and in a triple threat matches, whoever's pinned, you know, wins. So he never lost that title, he was never pinned for it. And for his WWE championship... He was pinned, yes, after a match he had with Randy Orton on Raw, and his leg was he was selling a leg injury. So there has not been no clean finish, clean loss for him. That's why when Big E does it, it's gonna be monumental. Mm. Because he's gonna be the first man to officially just like destroy Bobby. It's like gonna be like it's not gonna be a fluke, oh, you know, I just killed, you know, uh, Leonard Spinks just knocking out Mike Tyson. It's gonna be the guy who went the rounds out box Mike Tyson. Mm. in that sense. And the same thing about Roman. Roman has been pinned or lost since Baron Corbin like December of like 2019 or some stuff. Um, so whoever does beat Roman for that title, and I don't know anymore because Big E cashed in on Bobby, so now we have this dilemma because there's no one on that Maybe Finn, but not right now because it ain't going to be Brock. I think Brock's going to go to Raw when the draft comes in because the draft's coming in October and that's going to be interesting because they're going to start on Friday they put it onto a Monday, so I'm going to be watching intently because that means the cage will have the whole, oh, my God, guys, this is the draft results, and this is what I think it means. I realize Vince is just going to screw it up anyway, so why am I even caring about it? But uh, I might watch Extreme Rules, or I might just do what I do with some pay-per-views and just split the baby in half during the work week, you know? Mm-hmm. I haven't decided yet. If they put Bobby and Biggie on the card, I'll probably watch it. 
you kind of have to. I, I, I just flexed on it so much. I'm still sweating thinking about that triple meat patty of violence that happened. But um, is WWE improving because AEW? Slightly. Are they faltering? Of course. Do they need to find their footing? Obviously, because like every new TV show, this is how I'll end it, every new TV show, when you get to a new season and you get different showrunners, you might have to reestablish line. Don't be like Dexter, who was good for a couple seasons, went downhill, had a bad finale, and then had to wait eight years later to create a new finale, which I will watch because I'm very interested in it. That's all I got for you on the cage this week. Okay. All right. Well, I think that is it we uh, this was this went not as long as last time for sure but it went long but we're gonna cut it here guys thanks for joining me i haven't had anything sweet today so i'm gonna see what i yeah i might you know i might look at doordash something get something sweet just for my birthday a little something for me yeah see the family this weekend and then we'll uh we'll see that we got we actually got a new sponsor this this episode i am fish i don't know if you've heard of it charles but it's, it's on pc and xbox right now it's basically, do you remember that part in Finding Nemo where they, they try and escape and they're in the, the fish bags or whatever? Yes. It's essentially that. So it's a game about that, fish trying to escape. I, I'll cry if they die. <laughs> I, I hope they don't. But, I mean, you're in control of it. You're in control of it. You are the fish. So that's that's the thing. Well, so that's it. See you guys. See you next week. Take care.